Podcast number 81, the pod off between myself and the co host of this podcast, the reigning Renapoli feud champion. Here he is, the great Uncle Kiwi, Akiva Wienaker. Yeah, I am, I am, I guess, the, the family feud champion. That's, you know, I've re- yeah. I haven't really won too many of our mano a mano <laughs> contests, but yeah. we did win that one. So a lot of controversy this I week. I was, you know, I go through my podcast feed and like, especially over the weekend uh, that I'm going through like a bunch of different stuff. And I was listening to the recent 32 fans episode ranking the all time greatest broadcasting calls from mm-hmm. uh, 40 to 31 or whatever, or 39 yeah. to 30. Uh and then I was I was treated to like thirty minutes of uh, inside baseball breaking down the uh, Renapoli feud. Oh yeah, it was Chester insisting that he did an incredible job, but the questions <laughs> yes. he picked were were perfect. Yes, uh, that anyone who suggests otherwise, like obviously their brain literally does not work. There was no negative feedback. No, he got no. It was a hundred percent. He had a, he had like a Kim Jong Un in North Korea pro- level approval rating. It was amazing. <laughs> Yes. Okay. All right. Wow. Uh, this, that was that was great. Uh, I, I heard from many people though. While there was controversy, uh, people really enjoyed the Renapoli feud. Yeah, a lot of a lot of feedback. Most of it positive, but we, you know, as long as people are listening, I they think people really like the teams and just the chaos. It was so much different than most of our episodes with nine people yelling instead of two or three people yelling. Yeah. So I think people are uh, hoping for some sort of a sequel. I, I do think that the spiritual successor to the Renapoli feud will be the uh, Renapoli Wood Squares. I think that yeah, that's going to be yes. uh, very fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, that That's even more people, I think, than the nine we had last week. Yeah. So it'll be even crazier. <laughs> yeah, it'll be even crazier. All right. So uh, we've got the pod off here today where this is a, a weird podcast. Uh, it's a weird podcast any week. But here in episode number 81, you and I are doing the pod off. You and I have already recorded our diff- – this is almost like uh, the masked swinger of podcasts where you and I have both recorded podcasts about the same subject with different podcasts partners uh yes to keep the um, podcast exciting yeah to keep it yeah to save the fr- the the relationship yes and so what we are about to do is we're about to throw it to our respective recaps of the flintstones season three episode seven the episode is called the buffalo convention and then what our plan is is that you guys are going to hear the Two recaps that we did, and then uh, we'll come back in the mailbag and then uh, talk a little bit about what you guys listen to. Uh, Akiva, what else do we need to set up here before we throw it to the pot off? Uh, I know I ask this question a lot, but are there stakes? Is there going to be a winner of the pot off? Is there going to be a vote? Um, I think you can tweet out a poll. Okay. Oh, but people now get mad if I tweet out a poll. I but think fine, it's fine. I'll, I'll tweet out a poll. I think if it's I fine. tweet I mean, it out, I will it be a pro me audience? Uh, 
I'm not too worried about it. I mean, I don't think that there should be stay. I, I wasn't looking at this as like a competition. I think that there are uh, reasons why people may like one podcast or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be feel like uh, we could address this and we get to the mailbag. But for whatever reason, uh, they may have uh, like one might have appealed to particular uh, listeners for various reasons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there's not really stakes, but maybe we'll have a poll for who won it. But you'll see, it gets complicated to answer that question also. Okay, all right. Uh, anything else you want to set up about uh, what people are about to listen to, or should we throw it to our, our two recaps? Well, let's do yours first, and then I'll, I'll set up mine. Okay, all right. Uh, so here we go. Uh, let's throw it to Rob's recap of The Flintstones, Season 3, Episode 7. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rob's side of the pod off. And I'm very excited here as we are getting ready to talk about season three, episode seven of the Flintstones. And uh, for my side of the pod off, I said, who do I know that is an expert in all things animation, a person who is a TV historian? And I reached out to a, a very uh, uh, a very knowledgeable resource, great friend. Please welcome, of course, uh, from you. Many know him from Survivor, David versus Goliath, The Edge of Extinction. Now writing for Star Trek Lower Decks, the great David Wright is here. David, how hey, are you? Rob, great to see you. By the way, not David versus Goliath. I'm so, versus uh, you know, you are David. You are David. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm, I'm nervous. I'm so out of uh, yeah. this is. Oh. So different uh, to doing Robin Akiva need a podcast without Akiva. Um, yeah, I know. I thought I thought I was losing my mind for a second. No, wait, no. Did, did I win? No. Uh, if you, I mean, you could tell people. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, say that that. Well, they actually they named that season after me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was the David from David. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, I mean, I certainly would have been a David if I was on that season. Certainly, anyway. certainly. All right, David Wright. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Flintstones. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, I was uh, telling some people like, you know, this this pandemic, obviously it's horrible for all the reasons that it's horrible, but like for someone like me that doesn't like to go outside and meet people, I've been kind of thriving and having an excuse not to do those things. Same, so, same. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I, uh, you know, we're about to run out of toilet paper, which is- Oh, making- no. Yeah, it's making my girlfriend really nervous. Me, I'm used to, you know, pooping outside for a couple months, but- uh, <laughs> She she's getting nervous. So. Do you guys have a plan? No, we have no plan. I keep thinking that we're going to find some on the shelf. Uh, but now, I, you know, I, I probably should start uh, problem solving. I, I think you can find it. I think you can find it. Okay. But, you know, it's like the thin toilet paper. I don't like oh, that. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> no, we like our angel ones and our, uh, you know. Sharp. All right. Well, maybe as a thank you for being a part of this podcast, I'll, I'll, let me look online and see uh, if, I, if I find that. My wife is, uh, uh, that's all, all day, is uh, she's just like uh, on her phone looking at uh, what store has what. Uh, anyway, David, we only have 30 minutes to talk about this episode of the Flintstones called uh, The Buffalo convention weird episode weird episode of uh the flintstones i think i think are you a knowledgeable flintstones historian 
Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. I'm a huge Flintstones fan, you know, from as a kid. Um, I even remember like the Saturday morning show when they were cops and they were like solving crimes with the schmoo. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. So they brought back the Flint, like the Flintstones was on from 1960 to 1966 on ABC. And so then they, it's a primetime show. So then they brought back, they said, like, what do we do with this Flintstones IP? How about Fred and Barney are cops? Yep, yep, Fred and Barney are cops, and they're working with a shmoo, which is a white, like, pear-shaped, armless creature. I don't really quite the understand shmoo. it. The shmoo? The shmoo, yeah, S-H-M-O-O. And uh, and then also for that that same show, it was uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam were now teenagers in a rock and roll band. Yeah, that's like the Joni and Chachi spinoff of uh, <laughs> Pebbles and Bam Bam. Exactly, yes, exactly. Yeah. Was that uh-huh. an arranged marriage between uh, Pebbles and Bam Bam? You know, yeah, it seems like it. I mean, like they, if they to marry or to start dating your neighbor. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I tell you what, you know, Wilma is in a in a, an abusive marriage. I think clearly based she on this is, episode. Yes, okay, yes. Yeah. So let let's uh, get into the plot of this because uh, it's not a great look for Fred here in this episode. the The plot of this, uh, real quick, is that it's Wilma's birthday. She's complaining in the beginning of the episode that Fred never gets her anything good for her birthday. She got a bowling ball case for her birthday that Fred just wanted to use. And she knows that he won't forget her birthday because her birthday is always on the day of the Water Buffalo Convention when the chief, when the Grand Poobah of the Water Buffalo Convention gives his State of the Water Buffalo Convention address. So he always remembers it, but always gets her a very subpar gift. This year, no exception, he buys her a talking dodo bird, which... David, it appears to be hot. Is it off? Is it, it's like it's almost like a like a shady guy in a trench coat has the talking dodo bird for Fred. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, a, a doozy, right? Is that what it was called? A doozy. Yeah, it's a talking dodo, and it's a doozy. I don't know if it, yeah. uh, that's a particular <laughs> type of dodo bird. Well, I, I do love that. Like Fred gives. Uh, when he gives Wilma a gift, it's usually a gift for himself. Like, like if you gave Nicole a, a blue plaid button-down shirt. Would oh, that I thought you were going to say a blue Yeti a microphone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, right perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gives her a talking bird, and, uh, and of course, when he gets it home, this bird doesn't talk. Yeah. So as if the, the talking dodo, when she gets the gift, that that would be impressive to her. Of, uh, but yeah. that Wilma is like uh, almost like, ah, I can't believe it. This is such a bad gift. And I wanted now I will use it to shame you. I'm going to gift shame you forever with this bird that anytime a new person comes to this house, then they can say, oh, what's that? Say, oh, this is the bird that my husband, my idiot husband got for me for my birthday. Yeah, and I just feel like, can't she find somebody else in the world to marry? I mean, it's pretty, it's a long time ago. So there's probably only like yeah. a dozen people that live or alive, but I feel like she can do better than Fred. Interesting. So do you feel like that, I mean, again, that the Flintstones, I think, is holding up a mirror to the society of the 60s, you know, uh, and I really only know of this from watching Mad Men. Uh, do you think that there would have been a possibility for Wilma to leave Fred? I gotta believe. Uh, I'm sure divorce was rare in prehistoric times, but I got. I, I'm sure it happens once or twice. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very good question in terms of like, is this ever addressed in the world of the Flintstones uh, that you would feel like that, you know, if Fred just happened to like sort of like just get eaten by a T-Rex or something like that. Um, like I would imagine like in the, in these times, like if, if Wilma just met another suitor, then he would just come over and beat Fred up and then she would leave with that guy and that would just be the end of it. Yeah, I'm sure it worked very, I'm sure it did work like that. The other thing too is that aren't these, like the, the average uh, lifespan of a caveman must be like <laughs> 25 tops, right? So Fred's like 19 years old. We, I guess we got to cut him a little He, he doesn't look that great for 19. He doesn't, but he's a caveman 19. So. Yeah. Um, the uh, the present that Fred gets, he uh, only has $5 to spend on Wilma's present. Are, do you know, are the Flintstones in financial trouble? Is this an ongoing theme of the series? They seem to be doing okay. They um, yeah, they have a nice house you know, for a caveman. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't seem to ever be, I mean, they go to the movies a lot. We see that in the opening all mm-hmm. the time. They've got pets that they can afford to feed, mm-hmm. eventually a baby. I think they're doing okay. Yeah. The talking dodo that Fred gets for Wilma, I mean, is this the equivalent of a birthday gift of coming home for your wife or girlfriend's birthday and giving her, hey, I got you uh, Echo Dot. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You can now, it it talks to you. You can ask it anything. (laughs) Echo. It's an Echo Dot. Well, and also, doesn't he say that he he got it for her so that it'll keep her company while she's doing all the housework? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a good gift. Not a good gift. Like, you know, Leah, um, she loves holidays, and uh, you know, your I, girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah, and she uh, she hates uh, Coachella music festival. So, as a joke, loves holidays, okay. hates Coachella. Yeah, as a joke for Valentine's Day, I made up these fake Coachella tickets and, mm-hmm. and tricked her into thinking they were real. Uh, that did, she did not think that was as funny as I did. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, this was a good move on Fred's part. Yeah. Uh, the the Valentine's Day prank, uh, a tradition uh, as old as time, uh, just <laughs> yeah. did, did not work this time around. <laughs> It was funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the stage is set here in this Flintstones episode. Uh, Wilma has the bad gift. Also, that does not want to talk around Wilma. Uh, it did it was talking before. Maybe it was shy around Wilma. Uh, so Fred and Barney are going to their big meeting of the water buffaloes. Um, David, are Fred and Barney in a cult? It seems like they are, but they're not very good at it because they wear their normal clothes while everybody else is in blue. So maybe they're like an entry. Oh, that's interesting. Entry. Yeah. And, and obviously just so you can pick them out in a crowd. But yeah, so. yeah. That, that Are the water buffalo, is that a big ongoing plot in the, uh, in the Flintstones in terms of that uh, they're part of this organization? Is this based on anything real? Yeah, I mean it's a it's some kind of a men's organization, men's group. It, it's uh, it's throughout the Flintstones run that the 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 lodge, or the, the water buffalo, and then also bowling. Those are like Fred's two yeah. favorite things Go in the to. world. Yeah. So, David, would you be part of the water buffalo organization? No, not at all. I would absolutely, you know, I would not leave my my cave house. <laughs> I would just stay at home, uh, you know, watching my my television which i still don't even understand how that works in caveman times (laughs) yeah that uh i noticed there is an antenna on top of the house but it seems like that the antenna is some sort of like uh, that the 
Um, you, you watch like the animals like act out uh, what's going on in the TV studio. It seems like that that's what's going on. Like basically like you have like your own personal like pterodactyl that like would read you the news after like the newscaster saying it in the studio. Yeah, that's that's the thing, too. Like, nobody talks about this, but where's, like, prehistoric PETA? Like, all these animals are, mm-hmm. are you know, being forced into manual labor. Yeah, that's a good point. That sh- Should the animals have had some sort of an uprising and just, like, uh, completely taken over the Flintstones culture? I think so. I mean, we saw that monkey on the traffic light pass yeah. out because he was so tired of changing the lights. No, it, it wasn't that he passed out. He burnt his hand. So there's a, they're, they're on their way to the meeting. Uh, Barney says like, uh, like, hey, Fred, did you notice that these traffic lights, every time the monkey burns his hand, uh, then he, he runs away. Uh, and that's how the traffic light works. The monkey is sitting there with a candle, puts it in the red light, puts it in the green light. Are you just at the whim of the monkey? It seems like you are, uh, but I mean, but these animals too are at the whim of these horrible cavemen. I mean, they, the elephant's a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it sounds like a miserable life if you're if you're an animal. Yeah, man. it's rough. Uh, and do you have to feed all these animals all the time, also. Well, I mean, I guess the the elephant vacuum cleaner sort of takes care of itself. He's just eating dirt. He's uh, eating dirt. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I don't know what the rest of them are doing. <laughs> so yeah i don't know i don't know if there's like uh basically like there's some sort of i don't know if it's uh, like uh like a toy story type uh thing where like when fred and uh wilma go to bed like all the animals like uh talk about them and just like have their own sort of like soap opera going on during the day well you know i don't think we saw it in this episode but a very common uh joke that the flintstones did was they would uh you know angle on the animal inside the tv or doing whatever manual labor and it would go it's all living yeah uh, so they get paid over. yeah <laughs> i guess so i mean you don't ever see them get paid but yeah uh but it was all about how these animals were depressed and and just not loving their life at all <laughs> so they go to go hear the grand poobah speak do you think that the grand poobah of the water buffalo is elected or do you think that he sort of he founded the water buffalo uh, yeah so is it it's a yeah did he like is he like an l ron hubbard or something <laughs> i think it is i think it's very culty it is it's so culty and like no women allowed and also like he's going to help you figure out how to trick your wives you know yeah so this listen to this this is where this kind of takes a turn the grand poobah says all right here's what we're doing guys new plan water buffalo meeting this weekend in frantic city three-day guys trip and all the guys are like my wife's not letting me go to frantic city you just get to get out and get to frantic city for three days and they said no here's what here's the plan we have a guy who he's gonna be a pretend doctor he's really a plumber and he's going to tell everybody that he's going to tell your wife that you have what oopsie doopsie itis yeah something do yeah yeah something crazy something we're going to lie yeah. to you that uh, we're going to send this guy to everybody's house to lie to your wife and tell her that you have this condition and the only cure is 3 day vacation somewhere to go recover from uh this condition which is basically prehistoric Atlantic City. Yeah, dipsy doodleitis. The only cure is they don't tell them where they're going. They're just like, oh, we've got the dipsy doodleitis. It's everywhere. Yeah. We and gotta leave. We need rest. Yes, that was, and, and the only prescription is seventy-two hours away from the house. Yeah, from their naggy wives. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now look, 
if I was told that it would be somewhat helpful for you know my family to have some sort of a seventy-two hour vacation somewhere, like I wouldn't question it. No, no, plumber no, or not, I'd say okay. No. Well, that's what you guys need to do. So uh, I think yeah. I I would be unsuspecting. They could pull this <laughs> this caper on me. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask questions. No, no, of course not. Yeah, but by, but by the way, like uh, when Fred and Barney are talking about. Uh, going to Frantic City, like they, they say something about like their cane sticks or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like Fred and Barney, like, I sort of like w- looked uh, looked up to these guys as kids. Like, okay, well, they're probably good husbands, and but yeah. it seems like that there's like some debauchery that's going to be going on in Frantic City because it seems like that the headline event in Frantic City is going to go check out the Bathing Beauties. Yeah, so we're going to be hiding inside a cake, and they're going to burst out of the cake on stage, and and the Flintstones are yeah. going to be, yeah, it, Fred and Barney are going to get to look at them. Yeah, it's like that. The main event here for the Water Buffalo Convention is like some sort of like burlesque show that's going to involve bathing beauties jumping out of a giant cake. And I hate to say this about you know my heroes, but I, I really think. <laughs> Uh, that, that Fred and Barney were planning on cheating on their wives with one of these bathing beauties. Uh, I mean, well, it seems like there are hundreds of water buffalo and only like seven or eight bathing beauties that could fit in the cake. So I'm not sure exactly how that was going to work out. But <laughs> either way, either way, this was a bummer. This was a bummer yeah. to learn uh, that this is what goes on with the water buffaloes. Yeah, it's, and it's, you know, I didn't realize it as a kid. It made sense. I'm like, well, of course Fred should go look at the bathing beauties. But now, with, with hindsight being 2020, not good. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, uh, the uh, before Fred and Barney left for Frantic City, the dodo started talking again. And this would be like if your Echo Dot started repeating as uh, <laughs> you and your guy friends were talking about this upcoming uh, bachelor party that you have going on and now it's just repeating them so they decide to feed it hundreds of crackers yes because the salt's gonna like shut up the bird right right and, and you, yeah yeah exactly you know it actually reminds me there's a news story about a parrot that um a couple owned a boyfriend and girlfriend and the parrot started saying uh i love you chris i love you and the thing is, the, the, the boyfriend's name was Gary, and, uh, and oh. so he found out that his wife was cheating on him with a co-worker. Yes. Was there actually so he, a Chris? Or, 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 this was real? Yeah, it was totally real. In fact, I think it was every time the, um, the phone would ring, the parrot would say this, because it was like her answering the phone. Yeah. And, you know. uh, and then, uh, yeah, so they broke up, and then he got rid of the bird, and I think it started out as his bird, so, and he loved this bird, but he, it just kept reminding him of... Uh, you know, what is girlfriend? This is a, a sad story. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I, did, very much. Did the like, girlfriend right, start feeding the bird a million saltine crackers? Well, had she seen this episode, she'd have known to do that. She'd have known to do that. But then, so they end up feeding the bird a bunch of crackers, but then it still is uh, talking too much. And I don't know if this was in the real episode or just in mine that uh, I, I watched this on Amazon Prime. Is that how you looked at this also? Exactly. There was like a flash forward at the start of the episode. I wasn't sure was this like the way that it was on, like set up on Amazon. So like, is this like the trailer for this episode, or my, do Flintstone episodes start with like a flash forward to the middle of the episode? My memory of it is that the Flintstones would always the cold open would always be a scene that was further in the episode. I guess it's sort of like. I don't know why, because I feel like it was pretty easy to keep people's attention uh, back in the 60s with TV. Yeah. You put a test up and people would show up. But 
Uh, yeah, I think I think this is a, the format that they had at least wow. for a few episodes. Maybe yeah. they inspired like a uh, like a uh, toddler J.J. Abrams of like, oh wow, that's a neat storytelling device. I'm gonna file that one away. We'll show. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's like or memento, right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm watching this like, what is this bird they're shoving into a cave to start the episode? Like, it wasn't that funny. Uh, and then they go into the opening credits. Uh, but they, yeah, they try to shove it into a cave. It gets out, gets back to the house, tells uh, Wilma and Betty about uh, the whole the whole caper. Francis yeah, City, yeah. he's a plumber. Yep, yep. And then they uh, they realize, okay, well, then, you know what we're going to do? We're going to uh, go down to Frantic City and and call them out and bring them back home. Yeah. David, I could not imagine, though, uh, what how this would play out if I made up a story. I have a, I have a, some sort of a, you know, uh, a, this is, look, this is no time to, for people to be misrepresenting their health. Uh, but I need to. I I have this condition. I need to go recover seventy two hours. Uh, I'll be I'll be going to some undisclosed location. My wife finds out, and then I'm at the Bathing Beauties concert uh, in Frantic City. And then my wife jumps out of the cake to surprise me and my unsuspecting bros. Uh, I think it's over. I think it's over. Fred and Barney. I think get off easy in this episode. Yeah, it was over before your wife got there once she found out, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but there's only, you know, should we try this? Should, you know, do you want to no. take drinks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. And, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Guy's trip to see the bathing beauties in, Fr- in Frantic City does not sound uh, super exciting. No, no. We, uh, yeah, we have to remember there wasn't any adult entertainment in prehistoric times, so they had to take what they could get. Yeah, there's no internet, is what you're saying. No. Yeah, yeah. should have been. Yeah. I mean, they had a lot of stuff. Uh, they did not seem to have some sort of a you know worldwide network. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. Uh, and basically, the episode ends with uh, Wilma and Betty and a bunch of the other wives uh, blowing up the party. Uh, Fred and Barney run out into the ocean and then like hide underwater while Wilma waits them out. Yeah, and I guess like, what are they? Re- what's Fred really worried about? I mean, she, he's going to get yelled at, um, but he's going to have to come home eventually. So I'm not really sure about the strategy of holding your breath underwater for his, you know. Yeah, he thinks. I guess maybe they'll forget. <laughs> okay, yeah, it could be. <laughs> maybe they'll go. Maybe they'll go and get bored, uh, and then ultimately, and, and that, and that was it. Um, David, uh, let me just ask you some more uh, general Flintstones things, because this was, uh, you know, a a sad little self-contained story that we got to see. Uh, Fred's signature catchphrase is yabba dabba do. Do you have a signature catchphrase? I think it's I trust you. I trust you. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I wonder, like, uh, is there a modern equivalent of yabba dabba do? I guess uh, Woot Woot. That's uh, the millennial woot, woot. thing, that, that's, right? That's, woot, that's, woot, I don't know. That's something yeah. I picked up somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just uh, an exclamation of, of caveman joy, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does it as soon as the uh, the, the clock rings uh, on the end of the work there. Yeah. yeah and then you just see Woot Woot. <laughs> exactly. That's not like a ICP thing? What's ICP? Uh, the Insane Clown Posse? Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> No, no, I don't think okay. so. All right. Uh, so Fred and, and Barney, do we know the backstory of that relationship? Were, were they like uh, childhood best friends? Are they just neighbors? 
Uh, yeah, they were childhood best friends who probably met a week before this episode started. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember how they, if we ever like did like a deep dive of their origin story or got to see that. Um, but, uh, and it's weird too, because they're both dumb, but I suppose Barney is especially dumb. Mm-hmm. But then they seem to trade that because like Barney knows that it's better to get jewelry for Wilma while as Fred knows that there's no way that the woman's going to let him go to frantic city. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, but clearly, by the way, the whole show is just an animated honeymooners. Yes. Yes. Uh, th- how much did they acknowledge that in the real time? Was it sort of just like, uh, was it presented to people as like, Hey, if you like the honeymooners, check this out or. Yeah. I don't think they, they framed it that way, but I don't think they also were hiding the ball at all about, you know, the inspiration for it. Cause there were only like four other shows in existence at the time. Yeah. Uh, David, did you see the 1994 Flintstones movie? Ah, with Rick Moranis and John Goodman? Yes, yes. No, but I did recently hear a really interesting story uh, about John Goodman who did not want to accept the role. Uh, yeah, I know what it was. He was he showed up at the uh, the table read for Always, which is that Spielberg, Richard Dreyfuss, John Goodman, Holly Hunter movie. Yes. And uh, as soon as John Goodman sat down, Steven Spielberg said, Ladies, before we, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say before we start, I found my Fred Flintstone. And that was the first John Goodman was hearing about it. Yes. And but then he's like, I really need you to do this movie, please. And he said no. And then eventually got kind of bullied by Spielberg into saying yes. And uh, I, I mean, I feel bad. It's basically like, oh, you found the big, funny, fat guy. So there's your Fred. Um, this is actually kind of wild. Uh, so... That there's the 1994 Flintstones movie, which I think most people remember, but then there is the sequel, uh, the or I'm not sure if it's if it's technically a, a sequel or not. It's the 2000 Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Uh, oh, now. Yeah. I, again, I'm not sure, uh, or it's a prequel. Uh, maybe this has some of our answers, uh, but it is a live-action prequel to the 1994 Flintstones. Uh, the Flintstones and Rubbles go on a trip to Rock Vegas, uh, where Wilma is uh, pursued uh, by Playboy Chip Rockefeller. Uh, now, what I'm confused about, if it's a actual sequel... The entire cast is different for oh, uh, Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas. Yeah, I, I got to feel that that's not really canon. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, uh, the role of Barney Rubble in the 2000 uh, prequel is played by Stephen Baldwin. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's vaguely familiar. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Terrible, though. Yes. Uh, and uh, Kristen Johnson takes uh, on the role of Wilma, and Jane Krakowski uh, takes over the role of Betty. Oh, that's I just I can't picture her with black hair, but okay. Yes, and <laughs> the debut of uh, Into the Flintstones universe, Alan Cumming as the Great Gazoo. Oh, see, the gazoo was great. Do you remember the gazoo? Well, so I, I understand the gazoo was brought in like towards the end of the series as a way, uh, basically, like to spice up what was going on in the Flintstones. Yeah, they, there's this like little kind of. I think it was an alien of some yeah. kind. It had like these sort of like magic powers or something. Yeah, kind of like a, an alien genie. I feel like. Uh, and yeah, he was uh, he was always getting the Flintstones and friend Barney into some crazy hijinks. Yeah, uh, that's weird. That's weird that they would go in that direction. Uh, now, David, yes. No, sorry. That's like when they added um, Bork 
to happy days. Like, why is this alien inside a... <laughs> yeah, they know? run out of ideas. Like, like, how do we get people watching? All right, throw the aliens in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, David, do you know, in terms of, like, the, the Jetsons, when do they start? Uh, you know, I don't know what year, but it was definitely after the Flintstones. And so, yeah, someone... I mean, it's such lazy writing. It's like, okay, we already did the Flintstones. Uh, let's do the future people, you yeah. know, the future Flintstones. Yeah, so it looks um, like the Jetsons actually kick off. Uh, I, I, amazingly, only three seasons for uh, the Jetsons uh, starting, in, and, and they're actually on uh, during the run of the Flintstones. It's uh, 1962, uh, and I'm wondering when do we get into like these Flintstones uh, Jetsons crossover? Yeah, I want to say, did that happen in the 80s? I don't know. I don't know when they okay. <laughs> imagined this, but I think that the Great Gazoo was involved. Uh, am I wrong? Okay, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that. Okay, and, and then, David, I, I do have to say that uh, I can't imagine George Jetson, uh, like uh, Fred Flintstone and I and, and Barney, I could see them headed to off to go and hang out in Frantic City. I can't see George Jetson doing this. Yeah, I feel like he was a better husband to his wife. Maybe he's still lazy, but a better husband. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, is this because, that does George Jetson have like a sidekick guy to sort of like uh, get into trouble with? Yeah, you're right. He didn't, right? He was just a family man. He was like hanging out with his kids, basically. Yeah. 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 There you go. Okay. <laughs> just Focus on your family. Maybe it was George Jetson older. Is it like, uh, especially like this is pre Pebbles for Fred and Barney, like they're hanging out. Uh, maybe that they're just like uh, earlier on, they're like in their like early 20s. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they'll be dead soon. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's pretty probably accurate. Okay. Uh, David, anything else about the Flintstones that you want to mention here today? When did the Flintstones vitamins come on? Did you take them? No, it's so funny you bring that up, actually. I, I did not take them. All my friends did, but I probably should have because, you know, one of the – I was actually asking Leah, like, are there any things that, like um, – because we watched this episode, like, you know, Wilma's constantly annoyed by Fred. And I asked Leah, like, are there any things that annoy you about me? And then she went on this whole list of things. Yeah. One of them that was is a bad that – yeah, yeah. One of those, I, I can't swallow pills. <laughs> uh, and so, like, the Flintstones – That's why they're chewable. Yeah, right. They're perfect. Why can't they have those for adults? Yeah, it is wild that the only two things I think that have uh, remained from the Flintstones, like I think if if I showed my kids the Flintstones, what are these people? They would say, oh, uh, vitamins and cereal. That's yeah. it. They, they have no idea who what the actual show is. These are cave people. Uh, it's weird that that is their lasting legacy, the vitamins and the cereal. Yeah, you're right. Like if they were to now do a Flintstone series, most people would be like, oh my God, they based the series off the chewables. <laughs> yeah, off the cereal. All right. Uh, David, we're running out of time. Thank you so much for for doing this. Is there anything that you want to tell people to check out while you're here? Uh, well, you know, I just, you want to follow me on uh, Instagram or Twitter, uh, Real Dave Wright. Also, I just, uh, I, I'm on TikTok now, but I've yet to what? put up a single video. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I haven't done any videos yet. I'm thinking about it. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. And I saw you were on there, but you only did one. I did one. I did one. I went, uh, that I went to that party for Adam Klein was going away and there were all the TikTok influencers were there and I joined it that night and I've only made one that night of that I, <laughs> when I went to that party and that was it. 
Yeah, it probably was the right strategy, I think. Yes, that was it. And I said, TikTok is over because I'm here, everybody. That's it. <laughs> Once I'm here, it's over. But it's still it's still going on. So maybe if I made more yeah. if I made more videos, it would be it would end. All right. David Wright, <laughs> thank you so much. Really appreciate you doing this. And uh thanks again. Thanks for having me. All right, Robin Akiva back after David Wright and I recapped season three, episode seven of the Flintstones, Akiva. Uh, that was exciting. David Wright making his first podcast appearance. We're going to get every survivor on by the end of this, just by accident. By accident. Like <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, we'll talk about both of them when we get to the mailbag. But I know you said you wanted to set up your recap of the Flintstones episode, season three, episode seven. Uh, yeah, by the way, David Wright, uh, how many career home runs? The Mets, David Wright. Mets, David Wright, I would say, um, I don't know, let's see, about like uh, 25, 30 a year for 10 years. I'll say, uh, uh, I feel like that 300 probably would have been a big, big milestone. I'll say uh, 276. Yeah, not bad. 242. I mean, he okay. really stops... He, you know, he hits eight, five, seven, and zero in his last four years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, stop sitting him by the end. Yeah, eh, yeah, it was a good run. Uh, he had a good all run. right, so Mets Hall of Famer for sure. Okay, no, no question. <laughs> First ballot. So, uh, Akiva, set up uh, what you're doing here in your side of the pot off. So when we first came up with the idea, I had a guest in mind, and I will say I got my first choice guest. I never had another guest in mind. I figured I'm going to knock this out of the park. People are going to love it. And, uh, well, people should listen and see what happens. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here's Akiva's side of the pot off. We'll be back with the mailbag after this. All right. Uh, Welcome to the pot off or welcome back to the pot off. And uh, I'm here with my guest. She is a retired occupational therapist from Hollywood, Florida. She's also the mother of my four children. And uh, we've been cooped up in the same uh, house for with six people for about seven weeks now. Uh, how's that been going for you? It's wonderful. Anyway, this is my uh, guest. Uh, please welcome Mara Wienerker. Uh, how's it, you know, Mara, this is your Renap debut. Is this exciting? Not at all. No, this is exciting for you. This has been your dream. You've been begging me for, you've been begging me for, I'd say, a Never. year and a half. Never. To come on this podcast. And now this is it. We watched. The Flintstone, Season 3, Episode 7. And uh, we're going to talk about it. We also have some listener questions from the, from the patrons. Here's a question. We could, we could throw in the questions as we talk about the Flintstones. Uh, how, this is from John Wayne. How did you meet Akiva? We were in a special needs camp, but I was his counselor. No, you can't say that. <laughs> Just kidding. We were both working as counselors in a special needs camp. Yeah, so why that does that mean I'm I'm like an above average person? I'm a pretty good person. Is that that's I guess where you found me? That's pretty good. We're actually we went to the same summer camp the year before, and uh, you knew who I was, but I was too cool. I didn't know who you were. I'm not sure I really knew who you were. No, you were. You're like, oh, that's the hot guy. I didn't. I don't know. I had hair then. I did have all my hair then, if you remember correctly. I was like seventy pounds lighter. Anyway, we watched we watched the Flintstones today. Did you watch the Flintstones when you were a kid? At some point, I did, but not very often. Were you like? I know your dad had very random shows that he banned you guys from watching. Was the Flintstones ever on that list? No, the Flintstones was a pretty safe show. <laughs> what were the shows that were banned from you guys watching? Uh, Rugrats and Married with Children. Oh, and The Simpsons. Okay, 
That's, I mean, but anything else was was on limits, like R-rated Basically. shows, whatever. Yeah, you just, much. why weren't you allowed to watch Rugrats? I didn't even know that. I don't remember. Were they, were they disrespectful they to the parents? Properly, I don't remember. I know Bart, a lot of parents didn't let you watch, the, didn't let their kids watch The Simpsons because Bart was called Homer by his first name. And then they were nervous, like, parents around the world would start calling their kids by their, I don't think our kids really ever call us by our name. That's pretty good. We're better parents than Homer Simpson. <laughs> we've, we've reached a milestone. Yeah, but it, I mean, you know, he works a lot more than we do. Uh, how's that? You know, I haven't worked in, in uh, 2020, and you haven't worked in 2020 or 19 or 18 or 17 or 16. How has that, that been, just being in the house with me all day? How can I possibly answer that in public? <laughs> no, I think it's been, it is, what a bonding experience with the two of us and our babies. I mean, now everybody's home, but I've been home for like months and months and months. What a, what a great bonding experience, right? Sure. All right. Uh, Alejandro asks, uh, how does it feel to have plenty of money? How do I answer that? I don't know. That's why I don't. People just answer. People sent in weird questions. This is from Stephanie. She said, uh, "You used to be an OT. Did you ever teach any kids how to tie their shoes?" Yes, you did. Yes, I uh, know. Akiva cannot tie his yes, shoes. Yes, I can. I can. I can tie my. What are you talking about? I can tie my shoes. I choose not to. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just don't own any shoes with laces because you can't tie your shoes. No, I could tie. Oh, come, come on, I could tie my shoes. That's ridiculous. Anyway. Let's talk about the Flintstones for a second. So this episode of the Flintstones, we see a very common sort of like sitcom problem, except maybe it started with this because it's 1960 or 62 when the Flintstones are airing. And this is like a very like, oh, this would be an 80s sitcom thing where Fred Flintstone has to buy his wife. What's his wife's name? Wilma? Who's what's 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 Barney Rubble's wife's name? Betty. Betty. Okay, fine. I feel like Betty should be the main character's wife's name and Wilma should be the side guy's wife's name. Maybe Wilma was popular in the uh, Yeah, maybe Stone Wilma age. was the popular name in the Stone Age. That's true. So Wilma is, um, it's her birthday, and Fred knows he needs to really knock out the gift because he wants to go to the this uh, men's convention. What was it called? I don't remember. Uh, I didn't take notes when I was watching. I was too busy staring into your eyes, trying to figure out what color they are. And um, I was, uh, what's it called? Oh, so f- this is like a common problem. What do you get your wife for her birthday? So he does, as most men do, and he goes to the sporting goods store, but there's nothing good there. So I don't know if Fred Flintstone is very poor, but they're incredibly cheap. I'm not, like, are they, are they supposed to be poor? Is everyone poor in the, in like the Stone Age? There's definitely rich guys in the town. I mean, $5 is a lot of money in the Stone Age. I guess. Yeah, they do. They do see, seem to have like a 1960 version of money. So it's like, it, it's really, it's 1960, but it's really like the 1920s, but they're in the Stone Age a zillion years ago. I don't know. So he buys a dodo bird, a doozy dodo bird uh, for $5 from like this shady, like illegal bird seller. And I think that's not a terrible gift. Like pets in general, bad gift. But in terms of like a guy who usually gives like a baseball glove or a, a bowling ball bag, that's not a terrible. If I got you an animal for your birthday, would you be mad? If I got you an animal for your birthday, would you be mad? Well, that would be like a gift for you and the kids. And it would be the sign that like it's time for me to hit the road. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she shouldn't have been so mad. But it was... It, so I think a bird's pretty The bird's bird. supposed to talk. The problem, oh, the truth is we know people with birds. And like, remember the bird used to always talk like during the meal? Birds are so... It's very loud. It, like you can't really control. And also it's not like a dog where you could be like, all right, let's go for a walk or like go to the other room. The bird's usually like in a cage and it's just stuck there. So the bird used to like hold us hostage. The, so this bird is supposed to talk. It's a talking dodo bird, but it only talks when it's a very smart bird. It only talks when Fred Flintstone's wife, Wilma, not Betty, is not around. All right, Mary, that made me think, what's the worst bar- birthday present I've ever gotten you? Or like the most memorable? It could be a good one, a bad one. Have I ever gotten you a really bad birthday present? 
I don't think so. <clears throat> there was a few years you didn't get me a oh, birthday Oh, yeah, we present. stopped doing birthday presents for a while. That is true. We didn't do birthday presents for you, but now we're back in birthday presents, and I have to say, I think I'm a better gift giver than you are. Um, okay. You disagree, or you're... Or you're... I thought we got you a pretty thoughtful gift oh, yeah. this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't used it yet, but it's good for the kids. You got me, like, a fancy projector we could watch, like, on a the whole wall. We could watch, like, movies. We mostly watch kids' movies. But that yeah, that was a good gift. But I get you like you did it for me for six months. Oh, you bought it six months early. Would you buy it, like Black Friday? You no. bought it for? Did you buy it for my half birthday? This is a big half birthday family. We no, we I celebrate. We were on a trip. True or false? You have made cakes for our children that are forget about half birthday. Like obviously we celebrate half birthdays here, but you have made like months that are not even round numbers. No, I've cakes. only made half birthday. No, you. That's not true. You made a quarter birthday cake for at least one of our kids. Just don't tell the other ones; they'll be jealous. <laughs> yeah, no, you have definitely done that before. You're a big cake maker. the The security guard at the kids' school uh, knows you as the cake lady. You're like the person who's bringing. And you get conned into making cakes for all the kids. And yes, I have made many, many, many cakes, but not for me. I've made you lots of cakes. You just don't like cakes. No, I like. Then we make apple pie and yeah, strudel. yeah. You make me pies or strudels and stuff. That works. So uh, people want to know more, like about. What's it like to be married to Akiva? That's really most of the questions I got are like that. Is it a dream? Like our nightmares dreams? That's a good question. Our nightmares dreams. I'm going to Google it. I, th- I like, I, you know, you're a mystery woman. You're not really on social media. Yeah, I like it better that way. You don't, you don't really, you've never been on a podcast. I've done like 800 podcasts. You've never really been on one. And maybe in the background for a few seconds. And now thanks to Corona, I'm stuck doing this one. You think this is, wouldn't, no, this would have happened. This was my idea pre-Corona. Would you, th- you think you would, like, this is nothing new with Corona. I could speak to anybody in the world. In fact, people are more available now. I could get like a celebrity guest. I chose you twice. Once wow. in 2003 <laughs> and once now. You've been married to me for 16 years. Almost. Almost 16 years. Oh, you knew that. And you know our anniversary? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the date guy. I know more dates than, than, you, than you for sure. Yep, 15 and a half years. Anyway, there's really not much to talk about with the Flintstones episode. You're looking, you're making a funny face now. <laughs> this is a podcast. All right, I wanted to play a little uh, Renap trivia for you, okay? For me? Yeah, I, wa- I want you to answer some Renap trivia questions. Question one, what does Renap stand for? Rob and Akiva need a podcast. That's pretty good, because you once, I was once wearing an RHAP shirt, and you said, ooh, what does that stand for? Rob has a podcast. Well, now you know, but this was like four years into my podcast with Rob. I told Rob recently... I hope you won't be mad. I probably will be. Uh, that you, we did, when Rob and I did the Seinfeld podcast, you uh, were mad at me one day. It was like 175 episodes into the 180, po- 180 episode podcast. Maybe I hadn't done the dishes or something, or I hadn't done whatever my chores were. Or you were well, mad at me for some other reason. that's your one chore, and that's generally a given that you haven't done it. So, I, you were so, you were upset, and then I said like, oh, I gotta go. It's like 11 o'clock, I'm doing a podcast with Rob. And you said, like, no, like, no more podcasts. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, quit it. And I'm like, what do you mean? There's like the five episodes left. We've been doing it for three years. You want me to quit the podcast? And you very earnestly said yes. Do you remember this? Nope. But, it, but it, believe that it's true. It's definitely possible. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely happened. I remember we were, we were standing by the couch and you're like, hey, you should definitely quit. This, that would be a good idea. I was like, people would be mad. We made it 95% of the way. More. I'm fairly certain that's the last thing you heard me say. What does that mean? You haven't listened to me in two years. I don't. What does, what does that even mean? That's like a that's like a Borscht Belt joke. I don't even know what you're talking about. All right, here's all right. So we're going to talk about people who are frequently on the podcast. I'm going to say a name, and you have to say if they're a real person or not. Okay. All right. Uh, Manhor Mike is Manhor Mike a real person? No. Okay. Fine. Sally Splasher is that a real person? Yes. Okay. All right. This is a great game. All right. You passed. All right, this is going great. I, we might not have a lot of chemistry between yeah, the two. Absolutely episodes. none. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listen, 
we love each other very much. And uh, and maybe we're just not meant to podcast together. I think I'm going to stick to my uh, lack of social media life. Yeah, this could. I don't know. This is sad. All right, I think I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull you. You're gonna be. Uh, maybe you can find a better replacement. You're gonna you're gonna be oral moral in the in Super Bowl three. We're gonna bring in Johnny Unitas. Okay. Whatever that means. If it means I'm off, I'm good. All right. Bye. All right, pot off is in the books. Sort of, right? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. We'll talk us through uh, just a, a little bit of then uh, what what came after uh, your recap with Mara. Well, you know, I thought it was going to go great, and I didn't have a backup plan because why? You know, I, I figured my guest was pretty easy to book. She lives in the same room as me, and most of the time, and I, I just figured that was you know that would be it. But it, I realized thirty seconds in, I had this sinking pit. <laughs> in my stomach that like all my research and I did do research. I had like an episode recap out, but I also realized you were probably going to be going first and saying the same things as us. I realized it was out the window and I had just nothing to talk to the, you know, to her about. And she mm-hmm. was not interested in being there. And I mean, that was just to give you some behind the scenes, the 10 or so minutes you listened to took four different recording sessions, <laughs> <laughs> including yeah. cutting stuff. I'm out voting for Amara. I'm voting for Mara in the poll. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I wanted to give people like, a, you know, because yours was a half hour, we were supposed to really do a half hour. So I did another 20 plus minutes with another guest, but people are probably Flintstoned out. So if you want to hear that, it'll be at the end of the podcast after the wheel spin, the final 23 minutes or so of, of this recording will be my, uh, you know, second, but more <laughs> earnest attempt okay. at, uh, at a pot off. All right. So 25 minutes of bonus Flintstones coverage, uh, bonus Flintstones coverage. coming yes. your way at the end of this episode. So make sure to listen through, uh, the, the men in black. All right. Yes. Uh, Akiva, uh, mm. any, any questions for me about, uh, my take on the Flintstones episode? I did like one of the things you said. It made me laugh. It's like, are the Flintstones like on the verge of being divorced? I never really thought about that. I don't know if there's an episode where they do. I should, and I should have asked my wife this question. I kind of thought there was a chance you would also ask your wife, and I thought that would be really funny. Yeah, I um, thought about it. I think it would be good, but I just felt like that that's the same thing as the uh, patron five for five. So I felt like right. that, uh, you know, there was a lot of people I thought about asking where it's like that I already do a podcast with them. And it's like, well, this isn't mm-hmm. really fair that I already am I'm doing a podcast with somebody that I do a regular podcast with. Right. I figured to go out there. It wasn't going to be like the Mike Blooms of the world, the Liliana's. It was going to be people who, uh, you know, who are out of the box. And those were, you know, two people making their NAP debut, possibly finale, in at <laughs> least one case. Uh, I, I've never asked a bigger favor in my life than asking my wife to come on the podcast for 10 minutes. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. She did not seem to revel in being on the podcast. No, it's it's not for her. <laughs> yeah. It's really. Yeah. I don't, yes. I don't think her second husband's going to be a podcaster. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, did we ever get to the bottom of our nightmares dreams? Did we ever get get to the unravel that? Our nightmares and dreams. What do you mean? Our our, our nightmares dreams. That was a question oh, yeah. you asked aloud during uh, your conversation with me. Oh, that's a good question. Our nightmares dreams. Yeah, we, that that could be on the census. We'll put that I on the next census. I think they are. I mean, just to weigh in, but I was uh, wanted to hear a little bit more about your thought process on that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I I, I feel like it's a separate category. Like if you have a dream, no, nobody like. 
I had a dream. It was like really, you know, a nightmare. It was just, you just say I had a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I think it's two separate categories. Two separate categories. Um, that were you not allowed to watch The Simpsons because the, Bart Simpson calls his father by uh, his first name, Homer? It was funny because yes, but also I had much less like Mara did not. She had a really small junky TV in her room. It's still there, of course. Um, but I, I like I've said this before on the podcast. My dad got me a cable TV in my room when I was eight because I was in my parents' bedroom every night watching sports. Cause I was too scared to go downstairs to watch sports like when everyone was upstairs. Yeah. And because so Marvin Harry called, were down there. Yeah. Marvin Harry were down Shot there. D or Edward Scissorhands. Well, uh yeah, I, it was just spooky. It, like, and also my house did get robbed when we first moved oh, to Long wow. Island, like right right away. So I was scared to be downstairs by myself. And we weren't home when it got robbed. Yeah. But the, um, so yeah, so they got me uh, cable TV in my room, which my father has called many times. The biggest mistake he ever made in his life, sure. of any of any single decision he's ever made. But I was a, like, there wasn't really a lot of policing what I was fan. watching. Yes, that's right. There wasn't a lot of policing what I was watching because, again, like the door would be closed. I was pretty good with the channel changer with the remote. Like I could get, you Whoa. know, I could, I, I, if I could sense they're coming, I can, I, I could, you know, switch. I, you know, the trick. You know, do you, you never knew the trick? Like you show your parent, you don't want your parents to know your watch. You always have the last channel be ESPN, right? You always have it be Sports Center or some mm-hmm. or like the news or something innocuous, and you have your finger on it. So if the door opens, you're immediately changing. You don't say, you know, once a year. The, the remote freezes or you accidentally double click and you go back to the channel you were just on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, there was never, never really anything. The only time I remember getting in trouble with my dad being really mad is, I believe, the pilot of Dawson's Creek. He came in as <laughs> Michelle Williams was like, uh, was was telling her grandma she had to say the word penis out loud because she was really religious. Um, if you remember that scene in the, yeah. the first or second episode of Dawson's Creek. And so he didn't like that. Yeah, but there was, again, there was no listen. There was no policing in me, you know, because I I could just shut the door. I didn't have a lock, but I could shut the door. You were too out of control. You were too rebellious. <laughs> yeah, by watching. I mean, most of the time I was watching, you know, the Met. So it wasn't. I wasn't really watching mm-hmm. appropriate things. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you get Mara back on the podcast, yeah, can you get to the bottom of that? I, I wanted to hear a follow up that uh, the shows that she was not allowed to watch. Okay, Married with Children, I get. Why was Rugrats banned from her house? I I thought she explained it. Didn't she say that there was? I I, I guess I speak to my father in law sometimes. Like when she when he calls my wife, I'm going to ask him next week. Why was Mary not allowed to watch <laughs> like, Rugrats? Married with children, I get that makes sense. Like it's uh, like racy. I have a guess. Christina I have Applegate a guess. Wearing like skimpy clothes, mm-hmm. walk down the stairs. Like I, I get that. That that's like a. But I, I'm not sure what was going on on Rugrats. I think probably her father just hated it. Like he just didn't it, like the way you would feel about Barney or like Lamb Chop okay. playing along when you were a kid. Like it just it just annoyed him, so he banned it. That's my guess. Why she banned? Why her, her dad banned Rugrats? Okay, all right, uh, Akiva. Uh, that yes. my half birthday passed uh, last week. Uh, no Ooh, cake, no birthday. cake in my house. No celebration oh. for let alone uh, a quarter birthday celebration either. She underplayed it. Like, there's definitely been a couple times where one of my kids had said, oh, it's like my birthday is on the 29th and today's the 29th. So it's like 10 months. Uh, cake, please. And they get a cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, everyone turns into like Mona Lisa Saperstein here on their birthday. They just, uh, money, please. They get a cake. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else that you'd like to say about Freddie Flintstone and uh, the saga with the dodo bird? 
I mean, they don't even get the Freddie Flintstone joke yet, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. sorry, I'm ahead. Um, I'm ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I want to. I should have asked my wife. Am I a better husband than Fred Flintstone? <laughs> yeah, she's question. definitely a better wife. I mean, Fred Flintstone gets abused, right? He gets like conked in the head constantly with, you know, household appliances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the old like you know, cr- you know, running something over the guy's, you know, putting like a pan over the guy's neck that splits over his head, like the sitcom like animated show trope from the 60s you get fred flintstone getting bopped a lot yeah okay cte all right do you you know why every uh flintstones character looks exactly like fred like everyone on the show is just like a homeless version of fred like a scruffy fled fred um no i don't know uh i i did yeah i i that i think you you talk about this in the second podcast uh your second recap of it uh yeah that it does seem like that it's a any like shady character is just like some version of like the uh fred flintstone guy they probably had one cartoonist and that's like the oh he could only draw like a fred a barney and a wilma yeah looks kind of like a yogi berra yeah yeah that's i mean that's what he's based off yogi bear yes okay is, is that true i have no idea okay. is yogi what came first yogi bear or yogi bear i don't know uh probably and, yogi bear he was old <laughs> i would think so all right so akiva we're here in the mailbag mm. uh yes. should we talk uh, should we talk some mail yeah let's talk about i mean just generally the idea of mail i'm against it like what do you want to talk about you're against the idea of there being a postal service no, I'm pro the postal service, but like I, I don't like uh, sent, you know getting stamps and putting stamps and putting things in the mailbox myself. Mm-hmm. And also, mail for me at this point is just bills. Yeah. So I support the postal service, but I am I'm not like a I don't ever check the mail. Yeah. Um, I've been watching the Michael Jordan documentary. Ooh, I'm surprised because you're you're not a huge basketball guy, but not again, there's nothing else guy. on. Uh, but you know, I feel like there's so many people talking about it, but mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like I've been a little underwhelmed. It is funny because at the first I was like, I can't believe there's 10 hours, but now it's like, oh my God, there's only six hours left and we're not even up to 1992 in the dream team yet, which is tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear what you're saying. It's it's not an A++ like quality 30 for 30 even. Mm-hmm. It's not like a movie quality, but I, I think it's just so interesting. Like they have such good footage. They got every single talking head they asked for that. You know, you literally get like a two second soundbite out of Clinton and Obama, like literally presidents are, you know, sitting down and giving an hour of their time to just give like a, a short soundbite for mm-hmm. this for the show i think tonight's kobe which is going to be a big deal yeah um i i i think i hear what you're saying but i I think that's probably not the consensus opinion i think people really like it and uh there's just so much cool like you know you have six titles to go through they have so much footage there Mm -hmm. there is a lot of cool stuff i mean i I hear what you're saying to the fourth episode uh so i haven't finished that uh but i feel like there hasn't been like too many things where i'm like oh my god i i had no idea I mean, it, the thing is, Jordan is so famous that it's yeah. like it's hard to have. I don't think there's going to be a lot of reveals. Plus, I mean, he's I, the, I've enjoyed it, but I wasn't like it's uh, like it, was, it isn't one of these things where uh, I'm just like so blown away. Well, I, I remember he's the producer, so there's not going to be a lot of anti-Jordan stuff there. He he had final you know approval, I believe, on anything. So I do wonder. I'm, I'm curious about how the baseball stuff plays, like him quitting, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Are they going to really go into the conspiracies besides maybe mentioning them for five seconds? Did they get an interview with Antonio Mazzaro? Oh, that's a good question. If, if yeah, that would be like the highlight of my of my year. If Antonio Mazzaro <laughs> show, shows up as like host of Conspirapod and explains like, very, that would be great. Yeah, yeah I would. That, that's that, that would have been a good get for them. To the uh, Jordan documentary. I would love it. Okay. All right. So, Akiva, let's yes. talk a little bit about some submissions from the listeners. You said we have a supersized mailbag to get to. 
Yes. Well, um, I tried something new a couple hours ago. I posted on Twitter and said, here's a Google form. Fill it out. Put in your name, the title of your idea, and, and a brief explanation of your idea. Let's get some new blood. Because we were running out of the mailbag. We do have four or five traditional ideas in, in the email bag that are pretty good. But I figured let's pump out as many of these as we can. We got uh, probably 75 submissions in an hour. I cut wow. it d- down to about 50 because you know some we've done, some are uh, too complicated, and some uh, are bad. But most are good. Okay. Um, so, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go rapid fire and and uh, read some of these to you. Okay. Okay. Um, Robin Akiva go Hollywood. This is from Janet from the Coth. She says, Rob, did you see the Zoom call with ESPN people trying to get the most famous person they could on the line? Yes. The, the listeners of Renap do the same thing, but different. Video submissions from the celebrities or phone calls, if possible. I should add, I haven't. I saw like the titles of this, but because they all came in the last hour, I haven't really read every single one. Start to finish. The listener with the best celebrity can be on a mailbag. It's like a reimagined cameo cast. I assume if they have like a really great celebrity friend, they might have better things to do with them be on the mailbag. Mm-hmm. I believe a good crop of ce- celebrities are donating the proceeds of their cameos to COVID nineteen relief. So there's that too. Not limited to well, we don't want to do the cameos. I'm well, sure there's a big audience. So the general idea, copying we, what Mina Kimes thought. Are did. we anti cameo? Like if, if so, basically this is like a second version of the cameo cast where people are people are buying us or getting for us. Uh, messages from the most famous people they can, and we're playing them on the podcast. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I'd rather them just like give the money to charity or something. Um, I also do think, as we said, there is a little bit of a visual element, and this is like, all right, whoever spends the most money is probably going to win because the you know more interesting cameo people might be a little more expensive, and it's like the reality stars and and you know the less famous, the F-less celebrities, and those you know that's those are the people charging you know double figures. Mm-hmm. As opposed to triple fix. Who's the most expensive person on Cameo? Do you know? Um, no, I don't know. Um, is you know? No idea. I assume like Caitlyn Jenner. Somebody- I feel like is the most expensive I've seen. I think that that uh, Caitlyn Jenner. I think she is like a thousand dollars. Oh, see, I would have said like five thousand. Um, but I guess what else is she doing? Like, I don't know if her show is still on. I've never heard of anybody um, higher than a thousand dollars. I don't know if there's a limit. I, but she's like a little too famous to be on cameo, if that makes sense. Like she, you know, in the Kardashian clan, that's not really. I'm sorry, Caitlyn Jenner updated is at tw- uh, twenty five hundred. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. And I'm guessing you're not getting it that day. Um, I don't you're- know. I think you, that there's only I think there's only a couple day turnaround, and then I think that they they have to do it in a certain amount of time. Oh, okay, and then they expire. All right, yeah. fine. All right. So I, I like the start of that idea, but I don't think it's, in my opinion, it's not a podcast. Yeah, um, I don't know how exciting it is. But yeah. I feel right, like this from, the, yeah. maybe there's a way to build on that. So let's maybe put that in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. Uh, this from Lindsay the Otter, who uh, who recently yes. won the, um, what'd she win? The, the, one, of, one of our the bra- the, bracket yes, of brackets the bracket or something? brackets, yes. Yes. I, all our podcasts uh, mush together in my head into one big clump. This is, a, this is the 81st of those. Um, a recently, so it's called Robin Akiva pick a best man or a bridesmaid a recently uh engaged broom or bro- groom or bride in trust Ro- yeah broom or broom or bride um in trust robin akiva I'm not going to say that akiva spelled with two e's uh to interview his or her wedding party and pick the most suitable best man or maid of honor you're already picking from a group of people that are top to your friends and family rather than solely deciding on who's the most important person the groom or bride you consider things like how responsible they are how fun they would be at a bachelor bachelorette party are you up for the job? How well do you know the groom? Are you willing to do anything for the couple? Sometimes people can take these things personally. So by doing this, the groom or bride takes away any responsibility of hurting someone's feelings. Okay. Now, 
Is there a wedding party? Like, is this person suggesting that their wedding party would be up for this? Or do well, we I think she's married. Wedding party? Is she, I think she's married to, to Scott. Because who would podcast. let us? Yeah. Yeah, who, of course. Yeah. But would you agree that if someone is willing to let, if Jess East or somebody who yeah. we know is getting married is willing to let us do this, I'm 100% in. Yeah, I just don't, the, I, I'd be in for it. I, I don't think we, we would find the, the 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 wedding party that would let us right. do this. Right. And also, like, how many weddings are happening in the near future? I don't know. Yeah. Um, people could be engaged and not have a date or something like oh, that. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time to get engaged right now. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Especially if you're like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, right. not going not gonna to set a date until uh, everything cools down. Yeah, uh, but no, I'd be I'd be 100 up for that. But uh, yes, that's one of those where we need we can't just say we're doing it. We need someone to be in. Right. This is this is from Teresa. I like so, this idea. It's uh, called, I would say with yeah. this one, if you are getting married and mm-hmm. are willing to let us select the uh, best man or maid of honor from your group of friends and family, and yeah. they are willing to be vetted by us on some sort of a Zoom call, we yeah. are open to that idea. I just do am not optimistic that we would find that group of people. You never know. Sometimes I think there's like a really easy thing we'll get 30 of and we get zero. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's the opposite. Like, oh, no, we're going to get someone. We get six submissions right. within an hour. When I'm Nana not good at predicting asks, this. why wasn't your brother the best man? <laughs> well, uh, these two guys from a podcast thought that my uh, college roommate should have been the best man. I mean, on Seinfeld, which had far fewer listeners, we were offered to host, MC, all be, you know, come to bachelor parties for five, six weddings minimum. So I, mm-hmm. I think we're nap like we could, you know, I think we could pick up. What if somebody really just doesn't have a best man? You know, maybe they don't have any brothers or they moved away after college and they're on their own. So we're what just if, like, like we're providing the we're or and maybe we'll provide and they'll pick or something if they don't know them. Like, OK, shut up. Tim is your best man. It's possible. I mean, he'd be a fun best man. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, maybe he'd be the musical and like, hey, we need a we need a DJ. We're a little light on money. It's like, well, we'll support. Well, we'll you know sponsor you. Like, will from America singing and shut up Tim playing. So it's some like, find me a instrument. best man. Find me a bridesmaid. Absolutely. I think that's even more fun. I mean, hopefully everyone has friends. Uh, but yeah, if if you really just don't have an option, or like you're you're you have some destination wedding or something. And no one's coming, and you need a best man. We're we're on your side. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Teresa says this podcast is called Guess the Sound. It's very simple. You play short clips of a sound, and Robin Akiva guess what it is. I feel like that we almost got to this in the sound bracket. Guess. The oh yeah, sound. I forgot about that. Um, I forgot about that. I would be up to play Guess the Sound. I mean, um, do you? What kind of sound do you think we would get? Probably a lot of bells. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much like how hard that would be. Yeah. I don't I would it be like clips from from like pop culture? Would it be yeah. I don't know. It would have to be very brief for us not to get it. <laughs> I, I feel like you'd des- destroy me at this game also. I think that we could do it. I'm not sure how fun it would be. I feel like that um it's missing like one more element to yeah. mm-hmm. make it fun. Right. If if Teresa was like, I have 15 incredible sounds, you're going to love it. Then I'd be like, ooh, I'm, I'm listening. But, uh, you know, I, do, I just don't know. Like, if we're doing the idea before the sounds, I don't know if we're going to have great sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily from Iowa. She yeah. says, this is called Robin Akiva Mystery Skype. Robin Akiva connect with random fans of their NAP universe and th- that they know nothing about. Robin Akiva have to ask questions to figure out 
either, you know, different facts about them. It might be the location that they're in or their profession only by asking a certain number of questions. Like within a certain number of questions, we have to guess what they do or where they live or, you know, maybe both or, or you know, some other third fun fact about them. So these are random people or these are people we know? No, these are people we don't know. It's not like uh, we're guessing and it ends up being Ali Lasher. It's like someone that we don't really know. It's a listener okay. we don't know. So there's a listener on the line and we're trying mm-hmm. to guess like what city they live in? What city or what they do or maybe like a mystery, other mystery fact about them. I don't know. It's like we're playing 20 questions basically with a stranger. I mean, I feel like that if we were just trying to guess like what state they live in, I, I feel like that we could get there pretty easily. Well, uh, do we get hints like uh, hot or cold? No, I think we ask like yes, no questions. Like, uh, you know, try to figure out what state I live in. Ask me yes or no questions. Yeah. Right. Like, is it in the Northeast? All right. No. no. Then we already knocked out like 12 states. Right. Are, are you on the West Coast? Yes. Okay. What if we gamify it is where it's it like... California? Yes. It's like me versus you, and then I like go away, uh, you know, family feud, fast money style. I go away for five minutes, and then we see how many guesses it takes you, and then we see how many guesses it takes me, and you go away. So I, I think that we're onto something, but I don't think we have it yet in terms of okay. what it is. I, I think we could definitely play some sort of a game where somebody like has a secret or something like that, and we're trying to guess what it is, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. Like there was like there's some sort of like interesting thing, but I feel like that in terms of, like guess what state they live in, or guess how old they are, or guess what they do for a job, I just feel like is not super interesting. Okay. All right. Maybe someone has a punch up on that. Yeah. This is this is from Jamal. He says, this is the, the idea of his title is called Chester Deep Dive. Yes. I don't really have to go any further than that. Deep it dive says, have Chester, Chester on to talk about all things Chester. There have to be some questions you have never asked them before. I will say... I don't think in my five years or however many of, of doing a podcast with Chester, talking to him about a lot of things, I don't think he's ever not answered a question. I don't think he's ever said, like, sorry, that's none of your business. Maybe one time, but it wasn't about him. It was like, I'm sworn to secrecy. I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, usually he will spill secrets, but I think it was one time he was specifically asked, like, I know you always spill secrets, but this one you can't you can't say. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he will answer most questions. He'll be a little more forthcoming yeah. than perhaps my guest on the pot off today <laughs> right but, uh, right so you, you interested chester, in a chester deep dive chester ama yeah chester ama sounds pretty good acama yeah because we could really get in it's a very <laughs> weird brain we could really get have, okay. have you followed the chester wiggler rivalry this week a little that bit is, that, a little bit yeah yeah no chester is quite an open book and mm-hmm. Uh, I just wonder, I guess you could vet the questions. I, I'm open to it if people want to um, if people want to do it. Are we stealing a 32 fans idea? Well, that's a good question. I, I, but I wonder if the 32 fans diehards know like, you know, a quarter to half of these things already. Mm-hmm. You know, we did an episode where we like revealed our we did a secret off where we revealed secrets. I think that episode has been deleted. Um, but like we have done stuff like that before. But Chester will sometimes, and you've pointed this out, say something like he'll just randomly mention some like crazy fact about him that you never knew before all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, right? yeah. So uh, I'm open to it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I just like w- I'm curious to know like does the is the average listener uh, are they as interested as we are? And yeah. um, you know, is it w- would it like I it would def- if you did this on Thirty Fans, I would definitely listen. 
Right. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll, and Chester also has to agree to that, but I, what else has he got going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's try this one. This is from Rob. It's called Rob and Akiva become yes men. Have you ever seen the Jim Carrey movie? Yes, man. Well, all righty then. That's as close <laughs> you're going to get to my impression. For the for one week, Rob and Akiva say yes to everything that's that people in their families ask them. No further questions, whatever your wife or kids ask for. The answer is yes, but you don't tell your family what you're doing, and you need to record the results for the podcast, and hopefully yeah. hilarity will ensue. The problem with stuff like this is when it's like, uh, oh, Rob eats kosher food. Like it's right when. If things are happening not on the podcast, it makes yeah. it very hard to for it to be a podcast. Right. Well, that's why I wanted you to eat kosher food like as a live show. But yes, I hear I I, I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it's a funny idea, but it's like in practice, like uh, when my kids say, "Like, uh, Dad, can we have candy?" Like, yes. I know my wife was like, "Why are you giving them candy?" Well, I I said on the podcast, I said yes to whatever anybody asks me. So mm-hmm. they yeah. apparently have figured it out. Which podcast? Tell her news yeah. AF. Anytime yeah. oh, now, oh, you get in trouble. Tell news AF. Story. Um, yeah. So um, that a couple of weeks ago, when mm-hmm. we were talking about your birthday and how oh, and and you shamed me for not knowing uh, when your birthday was, and so I said, all right, I'm not going to forget. All right, let me put it in my calendar. September 26th is Kiva's birthday, and so I put it into my uh, iCloud calendar. Mm-hmm. Now somehow I, I don't even really understand what's what's at work here. Uh, apparently. Uh, I guess I saved that onto like a family calendar where (laughs) my wife receives multiple notifications every day. (laughs) September 26th, reminder, Akiva's birthday. Well, she knows it now. Now she knows it. And she's like, Evan Akiva again. Oh, she's more mad at me now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. It's like, oh, and her phone made, like makes a noise. She's like, oh, I bet it's goddamn Akiva's birthday. <laughs> I didn't ask you to do this. Hey, you should delete it. Uh, well, someone, someone tweet Rob a reminder on September 25th. Okay. Uh, maybe so you, I, I think well, that's so, an so easier way to do Maybe I could just take it off the calendar, and then maybe my wife would stop get the, getting the notification. Yeah, so maybe idea. risk it. Risk okay. it. Take it off, and then a couple I'll people tweet it her. again after all this. You'll probably forget okay, it. We'll all forget it. Let me look on my on my calendar. She invited to this alert five minutes before <laughs> start. Okay. Uh, it's my work calendar. Okay, let's just... Let Sp- me... Speaking of Chester, he does like share his whole life with his wife. So like he, he, they do have like a joint Google calendar also. So she would also get like Chester owes a Kiva $20 for this pool or something. You know, she gets those messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a shared Google. Ca- we don't, neither of us, we're both disorganized compared to you people. Mm-hmm. We, neither of us have any, you know, our own calendar, let alone a shared one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just kind of wing it. Okay. All right. So there you go. So we'll never forget your birthday in this house uh, or your quarter birthday. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we celebrate yes. your daily. Uh, every, oh, it was yeah. Every yeah. count out to your birthday every day. Yeah, uh, Allison says, "When the bleep is Eric Stein coming on?" I know. I will tell you a little behind the scenes. Uh, about five minutes, about two records into the Mara podcast, which you, you heard about five minutes of. Um, I I did DM Eric Stein and say, "Hey, do you want to do the pot off with me?" Mm-hmm. But I did not hear uh, response. Busy guy right now. Um, but yeah, I, that was sort of my break glass in case of emergency that I tried literally while I was recording. Uh, to see, like, oh, maybe I could find somebody. Uh, but he is not the guest you'll hear at the end of the episode. Yes. Uh, he has a lot going uh, yeah. on right now, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will who, one day. He does want to come on. And he, you know, yeah. he's 
Uh, he's a supporter. I think he yeah, will at he some point. He also, once upon a time, was scheduled to uh, have his wedding uh, in mm-hmm. April of 2020. So uh, this yeah. has been uh, a, a rough stretch for Eric. Uh, this is from Anonymous. It says, chart the rise of honey mustard. It seems like honey mustard went very, compl- <laughs> went very complete obscurity to his front, went from very complete obscurity to a staple. The sequel could be the same, but with red velvet cake. We're already planning the sequel for chart the rise of honey mustard. <laughs> honey mustard is, is honey mustard hot or is it the rise and fall of honey mustard? Well, I think, I think they're saying it. First of all, I hate honey mustard pretzels, loathe them. Uh, I'm not a big honey mustard guy at all. What's your opinion on honey mustard? It is a food, I, so you're probably anti. I like it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, you know, it's not that good for you. A lot of calories really? in honey mustard. Yeah. I mean, but honey mustard pretzels versus just regular pretzels. Which yeah, ones I are you eating? Like, if they're both uh, at a table. I probably would go with the regular pretzels. Uh, I like mm-hmm. the regular pretzels with mustard. I probably wouldn't go honey mustard pretzels. What about forget the honey mustard? It's karate time. Could that take forget off? Forget the honey mustard? Sure. Is that what it's called? Um, but when, like, uh, who is this according to? Is honey mustard is, is in right now? I, I wish we knew who it was, but they did not leave their name. It's hmm. Maybe they were so shamed of the take. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Corey B says Robin Akiva by a snowmobile. All right, we could skip that. Uh, Why? Tom Palmer. What? Oh, you want to do it? Why, why would we buy a snowmobile? He says every episode they could talk about when they're finally going to go for a ride on the snowmobile. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, are you buying us the, the snowmobile, Corey V? Because that would be funny if we had a podcast snowmobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Palmer says, Robin Akiva meet the final frontier. I thought this would be like a Western thing. You might know what he's talking about. Robin Akiva watch an episode from the original Star Trek series and one from the next gen. Akiva decides which he prefers, Kirk or Picard. Ranks the various alien races he meets and speculates whether the real 23rd or 24th centuries will be better or worse. And Star Wars. When did we watch Star Wars? Was it on the Seinfeld podcast? I had to, no. as like a punishment, watch a, a no, Star Wars. No, uh, well, did, oh, did you watch it as a punishment? I, I know I talked Star Trek, about Star Trek. Yes, I yeah. think I did at the <laughs> yeah. end of Seinfeld. Yeah, sometime. okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think we need to watch more Star. I, I think it was like I didn't hate it. I just nothing did, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sounds about right. Corey says, uh, Brand Steel Fruits versus Vegetables, a Survivor season of Fruits versus Vegetables. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, okay. Uh, Amanda, uh, d- 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 let's see. Um, uh, Danny Katie says, Nicole and Mara need a podcast. Nicole and Mara get an hour to rant about anything they don't like about Renap. I think that's going to be a pretty hard pass from uh, mm-hmm. from my wife. I don't know about Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> Um, have you talked about get the update to guest who? Or do you have oh, yeah, we're going to get to that in the okay. in the traditional mailbag. Yes. Oh, okay. But this oh, this is not even the traditional mailbag. No, this is. I'm going through all like 75. I mean, I'm not reading every one of them, but this is the this these are the uh, submissions we got in the Google form I set up an hour ago. Yeah, I'm on the uh, Renap subreddit. Uh, mm-hmm. I see there's a What's Robin Akiva need a Sporkle quiz. Have you have you played this? I did play it. I did play it. Okay. Well, how long did it take? I, it took a while. I should have told you to take it right before the podcast. Yeah, because it, okay. it's they give you twenty minutes. I did. I did walk away from the computer for like twelve of the minutes, but uh, I only got what do we have eighty episodes. I think I got like forty eight. Oh, or is something it name like every episode? Is that what it is? It's name every episode. Yeah. Okay. You know what bothers me about sports? Sometimes like I won't. I didn't remember the name of the exactly. filthy episode. Like yeah. what, what the title was, and I put in ten different things. It was driving me insane. Like because yeah. I knew the episode, but it was like well, I thought it was millennial Mill- slang. Millennial I don't remember what. what Millennial boot camp. I think I, I, could I, I couldn't it. come up I think with I it. could do it. If, uh, All right, we want to do it afterwards? And, yeah, uh, maybe I'll Instagram live uh, <laughs> yeah. that. Okay, and okay. ignore all of the survivor questions. 
Uh, that would be fun. Um, a Robin Akiva learned how to dance. Uh, Quibi casts. This is from David. He says a joke off of Quib uh, from Quibi. We do Quibi cast, quick podcast. It would be mini podcasts in one. Uh, Quibi okay. is Quibi oh, dead already? I don't know. I, well, I think that that would be funny to do. Uh, like Quibi, uh, Quibi, Quibi shows cast. are trash, and basically yeah. recap three crazy shows on Quibi. I think that that would actually be a good idea for the wheel. Oh, I would do that. I would. I, I actually like that. You want to put Quibi Quib- shows are trash? I mean, we better Quibi get shows to are it trash. before uh, Quibi gets <laughs> shut down. It's true. D- do you have a way to access Quibi? Like, is it is it like Netflix? You have to pay like money per month. I think it's free to to join. Uh, okay. But I do think it, it ultimately. I think you get like ninety days for free. No, oh, I would never be madder than you know you ac- you ever accidentally forget to mm-hmm. uh, you know like you sign up for something for like a month or something and then you I would never be madder than sending getting a, sometimes it's like okay you know I meant to cancel Netflix or I meant to cancel Hulu whatever it's like but you know I, I got my money's worth and it, you know I would never be madder than having to send even a dollar. To uh, actually, it's only fourteen days are free. Then plans start at four ninety nine. All right, so if I'm sure there's a Quibi stand out there. We have a lot of TV heads. Yeah, we've talked so, about it on, on uh, News AF, what, what's out there. there. There are some wacky things on Quibi. All right, so we'll, we'll watch, and they're easy. It's easy watching, so maybe three or four things would be the equivalent of one regular uh, episode. But I'm in. I'm, I'm in for, should we put this on the wheel? Do you, do, do you like it? Are you married yeah, to this? Yeah, I, I, I don't think we have anything that's currently on the wheel that's our trash, right? Our trash. No, and we need to sort of continue the legacy, I okay. agree. All right, let's do it. Quibi shows our trash. Put it on the wheel. All right, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, couple season three, episode seven ideas. Jay Frey says season three, episode seven, Law and Order. Do we have, we have an opening for season, uh, season three? Or we just took Flintstones out of the ball. Yeah, yes, we have one opening. Uh, season three, episode seven of The Old Batman. Uh, someone says also. Mm. I, have you ever seen The Old Batman? Yeah, I'm not a course. Batman hater. Uh, that's from Walt. Um, I'm not a Batman hater, but uh, I never saw the Batman TV shows. Okay, let's. Uh, is it worthwhile to look at it? I feel like you're so anti superhero. I feel like that you would probably be uh, so down on people would get mad. I'm not an anti-superhero. Someone, uh, Tom Palmer says Robin Kiva joined the MCU. The Wiggler and Kevin Madeo, who have the, an MCU post-show recaps podcast, mm-hmm. come on and we pick a random movie and we watch with them. I'm not anti those movies. They just don't do anything for me. The good guys almost always win. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really excite me. So uh, I feel like in the past I've heard you say that you, it's just, it's too, it's not realistic. Yeah, it's not realistic. I like uh, realistic things like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do I like? Sports. <laughs> that that affects my life. Yeah. Um, it's cra- it is very sad how much I miss sports. Like I wish I wish I could put it into words right now. Mm-hmm. But it's very sad. What like sports there's do you baseball. Miss the most? Well, right now it's baseball because the Mets were probably going to be good, and uh, you know it, it's fun to speculate which players would get injured every day, and yeah. you know the, I, like the, it's very nice outside. Like perfect day to go to a Met game today. Not that I was going to mm-hmm. go, but like. You know, you turn on TV and the, the one o'clock game. There's nothing, nothing better. It's just, yeah. it's very sad. Uh, but I'm optimistic. I know I'm sometimes a downer with the with the stuff, but I, I do think we will get we'll get sports sooner okay. than maybe some people think. All right, uh, I feel like you've come around on that. I feel like you've, uh... yeah. You know what? Because this was the weekend. We're speaking on Sunday. The yeah. what's day? The fourth, the third. Everyone just gave up. Like everyone gave up on social distancing. I don't know if you noticed this in the whole world this weekend. Oh, believe me, I I noticed it. Yeah, people are like, eh, all right, yeah. And if this doesn't go awfully, which it probably will, all right, then let's just play some ball. 
Like once people are in the beach, let's just we don't need. And I'm not saying fans. Maybe like a hundred special picked fans get one per section. But the, let let's just play some. You know, at least let's entertain ourselves if we're gonna. You know, if, if we're gonna you know do certain things, then maybe this is an essential business now. Okay. But I, for the first time, I had not been within. I've said within six feet of a human being outside the five people live with me in basically since March 13th or for whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today I did go to the doctor and the, and the doctor was like mad. Cause I took my mask off for a second. And I was like, listen, I'll put my mask back on, but I'm the safest person on the planet right now. I've, I've not, you're the yeah, first, uh, I'm worried about you. Like you're, I was just, you're I, not the only person trying to pull that. Hey, well, I know, I but, I, but it is true. Because I, no, I, I wasn't saying tested. that it, it wasn't, I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't like, I shouldn't put a mask on. I was just saying, like, fun fact, you happen to be the first person I have I have been in face-to-face contact yeah, with yeah. whose last name isn't Wienerkers in two months. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, you, you need to get out more. Um, <laughs> they did not say that. Uh, okay. well, she, no. um, so um, season three, episode seven, okay, yeah. uh, looks like, uh, and tell me, this might be more interesting. So it's not a traditional uh, Batman uh, bad guy. Milton Berle guests as Louis the Lilac, a mm-hmm. foul friend out to gain control of Gotham's hippies. Uh, I guess that Louis the Lilac, uh, there's all these like uh, flower children that are out there. He's going to take control of them and turn the hippies against Batman. Could be a shagadelic episode. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not against uh, people do like oh, we're really going to get called boomers if we you know, pick another show from the 60s, I think, but I'm not against it. It we're, could be in the next We're going to be boomers if we pick the old, oh, the old Batman? You think Batman's cool? Yeah, we could do it. Well, we could put it in the next poll. That's Batman fine. could That's make fine. it. Uh, okay, well, what else is, what else is out there? How, how about this? Let's have an episode yeah. called Robin and Kiva are not boomers. <laughs> and we just say all these things where, I, I did have uh, a job interview recently, my my only one in a long time, and yeah. I had applied for this job months ago, and they just happened to, to call me. I, I didn't really, I should have asked them, like, why do you call me now? Uh, did, uh, and And they basically were like, they basically asked me if I'm cool. They're like, oh, we need someone who like really knows what's going on. It's like, so you want me to like, I, I was going to say like my podcast did a poll and 54% of people said I was cool. Yeah. But I figured they'd just hang up the phone. Yeah. Just tell them if- uh, a, a girl <laughs> on my family f- feud team is on yeah. TikTok. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's our, she's our official TikToker. Yes. yes I know she's a woman. Cool. On, I know a woman on TikTok. <laughs> yes. Yes. She's closer in age to my baby child, but yes, <laughs> I do know who she is. Um, yeah, Robin Akiva need a haircut. Uh, we get a, a barber to give us instructions. Is from Jim Crumley. Have you been yeah. doing home haircuts in, oh, yeah. in quarantine? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. My wife cuts my hair all the time. I don't have enough hair to take any pride in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm cutting my own hair. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, you look good on the on the last uh, on the last uh, video podcast. I mean, I saying. think it's fine. I think if you got up close, you could see uh, where some of the, the problems. But uh, I think it's fine for uh, <laughs> looking at me on YouTube. A lot of a lot of uh, thirst for Chester in the yes, comments. Yes, uh, really shocking. I think part of it is that they think he is like a tr- he looks like a troll, so they're so shocked that he yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Um, and, and you know there aren't a lot of pictures of him online, but yeah, pe- people were really thirsting after Chester. Pretty wild. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. It's exciting. Uh, yeah. Couple, couple more uh, brief ones, and then we could get to business at hand. Uh, Robin Akiva's single battleship. Uh, 
we just play Battleship against each other. That's from Josh from the Hammer, who also said Robin Kiva double dip uh, after the Survivor off season when Rob has a little more time. If the wheel comes up, we do two podcasts in a week. The double dip. What do you think about the hmm. double dip? So if we if it comes up on the wheel, then we have to spin the wheel twice, or it's the first of two episodes in a week. First of two episodes in a week, because then there's no you know we need to keep some suspense for the first episode where there'd be another wheel spin afterwards. Sure. If we want to have that on the wheel to uh, make that more exciting but a lot of times the episodes like need more than like a couple days yeah but the first one we can the first one we'll have let's say the normal week and then the second one maybe we'll there's something that's really time consuming we could let people root for the double dip Mm -hmm. double header uh shut up tim says robin akiva write a bop that slaps will from america joins robin akiva to come up with and write on air a bop that slaps okay listeners submit ideas about what that song could be about great idea i love it um can't but I don't want to like put somebody on the spot. I mean, like, yeah. what would like? Do we does like uh, Will from America is like super talented guy? Mm-hmm. Can he yeah. write a song in the course of an hour where we're giving well, yeah. him like, like here's yeah. okay, here's the we hook. need to hear from him. Here's what we want the song to be about. And maybe you could come in with some sort of melody or something, and we could help with the lyrics. I don't know, but um, yeah. Well, this is from Shut Up Tim, so we need Will to to agree. He's listening. If Will's up for it, yeah, I would love mm-hmm. to do this. We'd love to write a bop that slaps. Yeah. And then do we make a video for it also? I mean, if it slaps enough, you make a video. If it's a single, if it's single worthy, mm-hmm. if it's, you know, if it's not, then then maybe not. Um, any Anything else here? Uh, Naked and Afraid with Randy Bailey from Kevin S. Do you want to watch season three, se- episode seven, Naked and Afraid with Randy Bailey? Um, Why are we watching Naked and Afraid with Randy? I think he's a fan of the show. That's that's what the person is he? Was saying. Okay, uh, that I I had been uh, getting some feedback to cover uh, naked and afraid XL. Do you know what that is? It's like all stars, I yes. think. Right? Yeah, they do it like okay. once a year, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. So I don't know about naked and afraid uh, season three episode seven, but if that's good to know, I, I would ask maybe Randy if he wants to come on and cover naked and afraid XL. Mm-hmm. All right, that doesn't have to be Renap either, but that sounds like a fun idea. Yeah, you're welcome to join Naked and Afraid mm. XL coverage. Okay, um, and the last last thing in the jumbo uh, Google form mailbag this week, Terry says uh, people generally like drafts, and the NFL draft just got great ratings. You guys could have some guests come on and draft different things, movies, Survivor people, TV characters. So this was um, an idea. If you remember, this it was between Mount Rushmore and the draft cast, and we did a, a Twitter poll and mount rushmore won we thought the draft would win we i think we wanted to do the draft at the time but then mount rushmore ended up being a hit so should we have maybe it has to wait the full 10 episodes after mount rushmore to be a sequel should we do a draft podcast where me you and maybe a guest or not a guest draft random things the draft cast Hmm. very easy mount rushmore was about as light lifting as you could possibly have and people enjoyed it yeah so So in the draft podcast like we'd be drafting vegetables well, I don't think we'd have to repeat, you know, unlike Chester, no, who puts the same hypothetically, thing. Hypothetically, yeah. okay. Yes, we're not you'd drafting, be drafting vegetables. Right. And then, yes, and then we'd, we'd draft vegetables, and then we'd say, like, maybe we'd have a judge who'd say, like, all right, whose vegetable team is better? Or maybe we had, like, three people listening on Zoom, and they'd vote every time or something. Hmm. Um, I feel like it's not super exciting, but if you felt okay. strongly about it, I would, I, I would do it. 
Uh, no, I mean, I, I think it's uh, I think it's a cute idea, but we don't we don't need to we don't need to do it right mm-hmm. now. And anyway, it's like not what about when we drafted uh, hosts for our all time uh, view uh, panels? Uh, was that exciting? I think we probably have better topics than that, possibly, but no, that wasn't especially exciting. Yeah, so I feel like that we can uh, come up with with better stuff. Like Quibi than- shows are trash. We got listen. We're our brains are working overtime for <laughs> for gold. <laughs> yeah. Now, when we were talking about the draft podcast, uh, I was thinking of like uh, if we had like some sort of like a Zoom draft where we were like drafting the listeners, uh, and then we would like go like cut to their houses and see them like getting the phone call and like hugging their family and stuff. That would be uh, funny. That would recapture the magic of the NFL draft. Who do you think has the nicest house, uh, Cliff Kingsbury style? Hmm. Of our listeners. I mean, we could have a contest too. Like, who has the nicest backyard? No, I don't think we need to do that. Um, by the way, never has, has there ever been a better time to have a backyard than right now? Yeah. Yeah. That backyard like, was probably underrated before then. Yeah. Now now people appreciate their backyards. All right. So you wanted an update on Guess Who, the, the Guess Who type show that yeah. we talked about this yes. week. we got a bunch of artistic people yes who volunteered to help us right? so uh most notably uh yeah sean from hawaii yeah sean from hawaii uh who does a lot of uh rhp art and jessica lee also said that she would be uh, oh, happy I didn't know to help she would, us uh, commission yeah, she emailed us artwork yeah, now I mm-hmm. know that you uh, were not thrilled with uh with uh sean's depiction of you uh, listen, I thought it, I listen, my cheeks, maybe I really yeah. look like that. I don't look in the mirror so often. Like maybe my issue was with how I look and not how Sean you, right. made me look. And, <laughs> and, and when you, know. uh, posted this picture, uh, I believe, uh, Chester's response, yeah. uh, yeah. thirst trap Chester said, well, look, it could be worse. You're not as bad as Rob. Yeah, I will say Chester bats a thousand in terms of never having been right about one thing his entire life. And it's always, no, he's not always wrong. But when he's wrong, it's like he's so convinced that he's right. Mm-hmm. And and it's like everyone else, like, what are you talking about? Nobody else thinks that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, the raw picture is like pretty fine. It's nothing outrageous, right? Were you fine? I think you were fine with you, with Sean's drawing of you, right? Um, it, the, the, it's very nice art. It's very nice art. Yeah. I was like, Cause this, this yeah. is, this I, is what I, I look like. My picture of me wasn't great. Yeah, everyone, yeah. nobody really likes it. Yeah, yeah, but but Ch- like, I, yeah, Chester's it's like, wow, Rob. Like, what, what was his problem with it? <laughs> Don't be offended, Sean. Um, we, maybe we need some sort of Chester versus Wiggler battle on here. Maybe that should be on the wheel in some capacity. Yeah. Somebody I, said I, uh, uh, your tweets are trash with Josh Wiggler too, and but it's it's Chester's <laughs> tweets this time. Oh, that I like. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. All right. So is, is guest who happening or not? I think we just need to tell them what to do. How would the game work? So are we going to have identical people on our boards? Are we going to have different people? Like you tell them how it works and then they will make the board and it will happen. Okay. Is it me versus you on, on guest who? I think so. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I think that people are playing, can play along. Like, I feel like that what we should do is like have like a uh, PowerPoint where um, that people can see all the faces, and then you and I are going going back and forth. But I feel like that they should just have to be like uh, Renap related questions. Like, you can't say like, uh, "Is this person tall?" 
So like, what like, do you, you have, have to say? Like, do they have of, plenty of money? Podcast. Like, did this did, the, did this person <laughs> appear on the podcast multiple times? Okay, got it, got it, got it. Did this um, person uh, do a season three, episode seven? Okay, now, okay, so the only, my problem is, this sounds incredibly visual, because the people aren't looking, the average podcast listener is not looking at who you're asking about. They don't know what the... You okay, know, but the they tw- do know the ge- they is. do know the guests. Uh, that mm-hmm. I think a lot of them. So, and we would give out like the the page of like that you could either print out the sheet and play along, or so. Do we know the twenty four characters beforehand? Um, we would have them in front of us. You would have the like somebody like we would have to commission who the mm-hmm. twenty four people are. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we could share that with the listeners beforehand. Also. Yes, and you and we would okay. have identical pages, and then you would like either print it out uh, and then like draw an X on the person like when you cross them off all right that sounds like fun it does sound like a lot of work but yeah someone has to be willing to make the um board and then someone has to be willing to also like make some sort of i think the hardest part is going to be like make the actual game you know in terms of like knocking the players down that's or at least xing them out that sort of thing well why do we have to do that just like a print, just say that. So we would just have like a sheet, like a PDF, and you, you just like oh, okay. print it out, and then got just it, like got it, got uh, it. you have to do like a paper version. Oh, so you're just xing, you just like yeah, get a marker, print it out, and then uh, go from there. And then we have like some sort of like random number generator that would just be like uh, everybody would be numbered like one to twenty four, and whatever number mm-hmm. you get in the random number generator, that's your person for that game. That's your guy, yeah. right, right, right. People know Guess Who. I mean, we have little. Do your kids ever play Guess Who? Do you have yeah, a Guess Who have now? It. We have it. Yeah. So I guess everyone with kids, like for whatever reason, it is timeless. I, I does everyone know it? I feel like I guess people know it. I guess it. I guess it has universal. Uh, you know. You probably play Guess Who online also if you don't know it. I bet there's like uh mm-hmm. you know some some online I'm gonna get I'm gonna get sucked into playing two hours of Guess Who against like a random lady in, in Bolivia tonight or something. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so guess who? It's not on the wheel yet, but it's in pre production. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, in pre production. Boom. Let right, us know when it's ready to go on the wheel. That's exciting. Uh, John John asked for me to read some of his ideas this week. So can we close out the mailbag with John John? yes okay actually one more can i give you one more good one um <laughs> are you implying Scott, that what you're about to read is not good ones no they're all good but i, I just i saw one more from the traditional mailbag yes. you know got to support the emailers yes scott from detroit says i can't believe it's just banter um but the catch is robin akiva have been up for at least 24 hours straight before recording it's called robin akiva or delirious so you would add some quizzes or similar bits where mental acuity is needed. Similar idea could be Robin Kiva are hangry or the podcast would be the banter podcast. But after Robin Kiva fasted for the prior 24 hours, well, Rob hates food. So he would love to fast. Then I fast <laughs> all the time. So it'd be easy to schedule. Yeah, I, I don't love fasting. I don't like fasting either. We do it six times a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's tough. The summer, the summer fasts are, are pretty tough. Yeah, um, I did it one day last year. Yeah, and it, like, was it was it brutal? I mean, you first you probably fasted by accident on Survivor at some point, no? Um, I don't know if there's ever a day I, I ate nothing. But it's the same idea. You were like eating a cup of rice, or it wasn't rice, whatever it was called. Yeah, um, manioc. The manioc, like, it can't, you know, you were probably hungrier then than during a fast because eating a little bit of that a day, probably for you know a million days in a row, is worse than fasting for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're, that's why you're such a good Survivor player, because you don't care about food. I'll, I'll go without eating for 39 days. <sighs> I, I care about <laughs> Reward food. challenge food? Nah. 
pass. I'm not mm-hmm. even giving it to anybody. I just don't want it. A th- throw your survivor pizza in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Do you want to hear John John's ideas and then we can spin sure. the wheel? Sure. What that? Uh, <laughs> what, what what was the uh, that that um, stay up for twenty four hours and then do a podcast? Yeah, Robin Akiva delirious. I like the idea, but I don't think it's so practical. Yeah, I I'm what. delirious all the time on this show. I'm, it's like three in the morning when we start, and then uh, like I'm I'm yeah. Sometimes I've done like three podcasts in a row. Mm-hmm. Is that today? Is this your third no, podcast? No, today? no, no. This is fine. This is fine. I, I'm okay. delirious from. The being with my kids all day. Uh, yeah, that's and, true. This and, is a vacation. Yeah. yeah. So like, this, I got to go to the is, house for a half hour. Is literally the first time I've been the alone. Doctor. Right. I, I was like, oh, it's just me and you, Doc. This is like, this is nice. There's no yelling in the background. Yeah. Basically. You know, uh, yeah. We have like six kids and five screens or something. There's mm-hmm. always like one person who's bored. Yeah. My my wife worked this weekend, so I've been with my kids uh, pretty much you know nonstop since mm-hmm. yesterday morning. So. I mean, uh, this is uh, like a trip to Frantic City, getting to do the podcast with you. Uh, yeah, I I do like Frantic City. Mm-hmm. See, it's funny because then the movie, they go to Vegas. But well, there, I don't know if well, there's... Yeah, in, if, the, in Viva Rock Vegas, uh, yeah. in the... Uh, that should be in the crappy movie diaper. Should we put it in? Is there too much Flintstones content? Should we wait <laughs> to see know. what Let's the response see. is? Let's see what the response but is, and people could tell us if they want they uh, are Viva Rock Vegas uh, in I the crappy movie think- diaper. I may have watched the first one in the theater. I know yeah. I watched the Brady the Bunch. The first movie one was the a big deal, I think, and then there was, yeah. um, you know, nothing. Like everybody involved uh, didn't want anything to do with it, as per uh, David Wright. Uh, and then uh, the second one has like uh, it looks like a real disaster. It's almost straight to DVD quality, although I do think it was in the theaters. Yes, yeah, but probably like an August release or something like that. Yeah, N- yeah. I mean, now you sniff at it. You you know you. Hold your nose up at an August release. We'd kill for one August release. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> April, right, 15, April 15th, uh, 2000 for Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, oh, that's also, that's right before, that's prime, you know, that's right before prime time. That is a kill off week. <laughs> it's probably like up against Titanic or something. Yeah. Um, it's a prequel. John John. John John says, uh, listeners bid to be on the podcast. It's called the All In Challenge, according to John John. Listeners bid for a spot for this an episode to be with Rob, yeah. Robin Akiva. What does he do? That does he auction off spots on his shows? <laughs> I think he. I think he's doing the all in challenge. Oh, is, do you think John John's a big Gary V guy? <laughs> no, I do not. John John, you selling baseball cards uh, for an episode to be with Robin Akiva and proceeds to go to the program Rob mentions a lot. Uh, he, I think he means the, the the charity. So, so the money goes to charity. That sounds good. Should we have Should we have an auction to be on this podcast? Did we steal that from from Al, from Ali Lasher, who, who does that for the Challenge podcast? So, all right. Um, sorry, I was I was looking up the All In Challenge. Uh, so, uh, this is a big thing going on in the world of sports. So, is that is this a, a take on that? Is this a, like we're auctioning off? Uh, you're trying. To, you're asking me to get into John John's head. Okay. I'm not sorry. sure. I'm not all right, sure. So say it one more. Just say it one more time. Basically, it's listeners' bid to be on. You know, it's not even uh, on the wheel. It's just listeners' bid uh, for charity to be on an episode of Robin Akiva. The so, proceeds go to a charitable program of your choice. Okay, uh, so hypothetically, we're going to raise money for uh, for you know a charity, uh, and people are going to bid to be on this podcast. Now, my 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 fear would be, you know, uh, I I would not want John John to uh, you know uh, spend a lot of money to try to get on the podcast. That, Do you think I've, that's his idea? He's trying to buy his way onto. I the show. I don't know. I don't know. And, and Do you want to see everyone's tax return before they bid and make sure it's like Sotheby's? Like you have to make sure that they actually have 
X amount of money to bid. That's what I you want to do. I don't want anybody to overextend <laughs> themselves. Is sure, my, sure. Is my big concern. Sure. Yeah, like but I, it might go for a lot of money. Like, uh, you know, sure. I, I don't, I, you know, we wouldn't want someone to, to like, you know, not eat because they wanted to be under nap. That's, that would be my concern. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm open. I'm very open to it. If somebody, if we could raise money for charity and auction uh, <laughs> the, the appearance on this podcast. But I would be afraid that, you know, uh, that, you know, if, if people uh, don't have the means, I, I would hate to see anybody overextend themselves. But I, I mean, is that a realistic thing? Like, let people do whatever they want. Like, no one who is really struggling is going to bid it's a $850. I, have, I understand. I understand. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, uh, another quick John John idea. He but says look, every rest. If yeah. people, if if there's, if there's a push for it, um, you know, I, I would be, I'd be open to it. Yeah, so would I. If if people if we get multiple people saying I'm in, then I think we can we can talk about it and talk mm-hmm. about it with charity and stuff. Um, this is also from John. John he says the wrestlers who were on the Royal Rumble all come in a Zoom conference call and we watch the match and we talk about it. So again, it would be like, the same one. Yeah. So it would be like yeah, but it's with 25 people. And he said we probably gang up on Chester after his embarrassing knockout. Is John John in the Royal Rumble? I don't think he's no. in there, right? No. Okay. All right, so 25 people, so it would be like ESPN Classic for our Royal Rumble. We'd be watching our old Rumble with the participants. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've had some ideas where I want to do something like that with like a Brant Steele, uh, but I feel mm-hmm. like to, to, like, to get people on to watch something that already happened uh, doesn't seem like... Maybe if there was like a, a new Royal Rumble, uh, that's an interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been trying to manufacture some sort of way, Jordan Kalish and I was working on it, where we could play some sort of game, you know, a Survivor-ish, not Survivor, where it's like, you know, 16 of our friends come on and we play some sort of audio-friendly game. I wonder if that's the way, if it is like a Brand Steel where it's like people come on and they leave the, the podcast when they get voted out, Oregon Trail style. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I'd like to, uh, you know, whether it's uh, through Renap or through some other uh, mm-hmm. like off-season podcast, like I feel like that, that would be, uh, you know, very fun to have that where, you know, it's like, okay, this person just blindsided this person. It, they didn't really do it, uh, but then right. we can get That would reaction. be fun. Yeah, put, put a cast together. Get 16 um, people on the Zoom, and then it's like, all yeah. right, well, let's bring on, all right, uh, Puya, you, you, you just voted out Liana. Liana, okay, well, yeah. how, do you, how do you feel about this? Yeah, but then you have to leave after you talk about it. You, like, yeah, if you get voted you're, out, you leave. You're out. That's you're fun. Out. I think yeah. you should do that. Yeah, because you I do kicked off the call. That. Uh, That's fun. So uh, I think that that would, that would be fun. Um, but yeah, that, it, like, uh, I'm definitely going to uh, try something like that in the summer. Okay. All right, so uh, that's it. That was dozens of ideas. Do you like that? Should I put up a Google form every week, like an hour before the podcast? Was that good? Yeah, I don't know if we need it every week, but I feel like that's fun once in a while. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, quickly, uh, this just came in. Steve Bond, the Newlypod game. Rob and Josh versus Chester and Akiva in a version of the Newlywed game. Uh, I think that's fun. That, I mean, that gets back to the Wiggler versus Chester feud. Yeah, we do have to monetize. We have to shake them down. We gotta, we gotta, I, do they like each other secretly? I'm not sure. I think I think maybe there's some behind the scenes. So I you think know. that um, Chester is indifferent, and I think that Josh, um, you know, is probably indifferent to doesn't uh, love Chester uh, and, and his takes. But I think, I think they made up. I think they made up. I think they. I think they had a heart to heart. Sure. Okay. There we go. All right. 
Does it, does, I mean, does Chester like actively dislike people? I feel like that he's just, I don't, uh, like he'll, I feel like he's think. one of these people, uh, like, and I feel like, uh, like Brent is somebody else like this. Like, well, he'll, he'll like, uh, argue with somebody like, uh, and, 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 but then like has no like, uh, like personal issue after. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he stays mad. I don't, yeah. I don't think, uh, maybe um, that's part of like being when you're so unfiltered. It's just you mm-hmm. say whatever you have to say, and then there's yes. no sort of like, uh, oh, we're we're fine after. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're fine with them, but they might not be fine with you. That yeah. sort of thing. Whereas the person who does not just say anything that pops into their head carries the resentment. The, okay, so this is a Serenity similar idea. Now, insanity later. That's right. This is a similar idea that uh, we were just talking about, but it, there's a Hunger Games spin on it. It's from Shut Up Tim. It just came across our radar. Uh, it's a Hunger Games style game. I don't know. Frail Mary's involved somehow. And we're splitting the teams, and then they compete in the Hunger Games, and there's ba- people until one person's left standing. So it's basically instead of Survivor or Brand Steel, it's, Hunger it's Games just Brand a different. Steel. It's just a hunger. It's just a different. St- uh, yeah, I guess the people are just killing each yeah. other instead of voting each other off. Yeah, uh, I mean they have those real murder hornets now. Yeah, are you nervous about the murder hornets? I feel like uh, I, I, I feel I'm like not they're all yet, hyped. but uh, I'm sure we'll I'll uh, delve more into it when we get to News AF this week. Oh my gosh! Is, is that going to be in the title when you hear something like that? You know, in your weird news show where it's like the the title of the show is the weirdest news of the week. Yeah, is like oh, that's the favorite for weirdest sure for weirdest sure, thing. Sure. Uh, and then some weeks is it like oh this is really a stretch that this is the title that yeah, ever happened? Yep, yep, definitely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murder Hornets uh, is news AF. I think uh, lock for Tuesday. Yeah, it would be, it would be hard. That's a one seed. It would be very hard, very hard for something in the next. 48 hours or whatever to know. knock to knock murder hornets out of the number one slot yeah okay i'm sure there have been weeks with two or three hall of fame contenders and you couldn't choose yeah um it some some weeks is uh easier than others uh other weeks it's impossible to find anything that's like okay what should be what's what what should be the top show anyway um Akiva, uh, I'm open yes. to the uh brand steel of hunger games i know you can do it i've never thought to do it uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I, I guess we just want to know a little bit more about it. I think the best part of whatever we do, the funniest part would be if we leave Jordan Kalish out because he wants to be in it a hundred times more than everyone else combined. He so want, I think if we he did, want, he really wants to be in the Hunger Games. Whatever it is, steel. whatever sort of fake season he loves, these fake Survivor seasons. Okay. I think it would be funny if we like had him on. But then, like, kicked him off at the last. Hopefully, he's oh, not so listening. You, so, you're talking about the idea of, like, you want to have everybody in the cast. Uh, Whatever it is, yeah. everyone in the cast is there. It would be funny if we don't cast All them right. in the last. So, second. I'm looking at that the is br- a, That is a problem. I think you're going to run. Maybe maybe that's why you should do it on Renap. I don't know. You could blame me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that is a problem because you have way more than 20 people yeah. who are going to, like, be horrified if they're not inv- okay. involved. So, um, Brant Steele has a Hunger Games uh, simulator. Uh, it mm. starts with a disclaimer. Due to the nature of this Hunger Games simulator, we require all users to be 13 years or older. Oh. Sorry, Maddie. Uh, if you're under 13, you have to agree uh, to per, uh, parental guidance due to the violent nature. This is purely an act of random fiction. All murderous acts are not to be taken seriously. All right. I am a third. This, this is a little exciting. Uh, so you yeah. have all these people. Maddie, turn it off. So you have all these people in these different districts, and then you hit proceed. And then uh, as the tributes stand on their podiums, the horn sounds. Uh, District 7 man, male, runs away from the cornucopia. 
Uh, Kato grips a, uh, rips a mace out of Foxface's hands. Kato Kalen? What are these fake <laughs> no. names? Is these Kato Kalen names. in the Hunger yeah. Games universe? Yeah. Okay. Uh, boy, this is, uh, there's a lot going on here in this. Uh, wow. I don't know if it's a good podcast. This is just like, I think the fake Survivor season is probably... It's Hunger Games aren't exactly hot in the streets right now. Not the talk of the town. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it's a day one bloodbath, though. All right, I do like that they have a disclaimer. All right, let's talk about mm-hmm. what's on the wheel. Let's talk about yes. what's, what's out there. Season three, episode seven. Uh, is it off the wheel this week? This was technically the pot off. Oh, boy. I don't think so. I don't think it's off the wheel. Okay. All right. And Point I'm the guy flip. who usually said it would be, yeah. but I think yeah. it's I'm surprised it's you there. said it. Uh, mm-hmm. Crappy movie diapers out there. People's Choice. Rob Nikita need a third wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no Rob Nikita need a verdict. Uh, sequel mechanism is out there. Pod Off is now off the wheel. Uh, Cosmo Quizzes. Renappy Wood Squares. Uh, Akiva, last week you and I talked about, uh, are we allowed to take the prices right off the wheel? So we discussed it, but Aisha, she must be busy, which is fair. She did, for the first time ever, she did not answer us back. Okay, so, so that not, means we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we could do Take it. Yeah, Aisha, yeah, it's off the wheel this week. Until Aisha comes back, the price is right, is suspended. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. She could, we have still have to figure it out. We, we've had some discussions about how the price is right. Would, would work. Here's, my, okay, with here, here's my adjusted pitch for the price is right. And, okay. Okay. We make up our own price is right games. Okay. Where we're playing like, uh, I think that we could come up with price is right games of things like, all right, what was the cost of, you know, uh, some, something or, or how many, how many of this, uh, happened and we're having, we're doing pricing games based on, Renap things. Okay. Have, what did it cost to rent out like the ice cream store for the ice cream r- tournament? Stuff like that. Right. And maybe we have like people li- like some listeners that are on a Zoom call. We recall them onto contestants row. We have them bid on things uh, where it's like the number, you know, number of podcasts uh, Akiva has done. Okay. what What's your bid? What's your bid? What's your bid? Uh, so... I could work on uh, f- figuring this out if people like. This uh, that's a hundred times better. I like that, and and Joe, it is Jofo's pitch. So I think if he wants, he could get involved yeah. there. That's a and good. Maybe that's there's a good like idea. two or three people that could help me out with uh, with with this. So we're we're hosting it, and then okay. Uh, we'll but what does the winner get? What does the winner get? Uh, they get to be on the mailbag. Okay, fine, perfect. But <laughs> oh yeah, so they go to the. Um, that's the show, is there like a showcase? Is there a showcase showdown at the end? Yeah. Sure. Okay. I love it. Yeah, fine. So it's various Renap things. They're guessing that it's not really prices. Some of them are prices, so but some of them like are just numbers. Mon- of, number. Of, They're of guessing things. numbers. All right. Yeah. That's a much better pitch. I really like that. Okay. All right. So it could stay on the wheel. I think uh I think that's that's good now. Okay. All right. Uh so we'll put it we'll put it back on the wheel. All right. Mm-hmm. We've improved it on the on the fly. Uh yeah. so constitutional crisis averted. All right. There we go. All right. Uh then uh the freakiest freak is on the wheel. Guest who? Is, Bri- is Bryce? Da- no, guess who's not okay, on the wheel yet. Yeah, well, the- we did put it on the wheel, but uh, then I'll take it off because we need to. That's not our fault. It has to be. It has to be ready first. Yes. Okay. Is is Bryce a hundred percent down to do the freakiest freak with us? I think he is, especially during uh, this time of social distancing. Okay. All right. Although better, no better time to be a freaky freak than than now. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Did Chester scare off Bryce a little bit last week? Uh, Was that? The- I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think I Bryce was scared about the idea of a person who can't tie their shoes. He seemed very I, disturbed. I think that so. This yeah, I didn't really existed. have a, a conversation with him after to see. Uh, like, I texted him after uh, mm-hmm. to see you know how he felt about everything. 
I said, you know, I hope, was he fine? I, I think so. Uh, I said, you know, I hope you had more fun than uh, getting uh, the dysentery in. I, yeah, I, by the way, I'm a classy guy. I texted every single person, even your team, and I said, thank you so much for coming on. Oh. I really appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Yeah. I'm a classy guy, yeah. except for Chester. I did not text him and say thank you for your effort. Okay. Um, what were we doing with the Freakiest Freak? Is it a bracket? It's not a bracket. It's just he's going to, we're going to have people basically, he's going to come in, I think, with some of his freaks, and people are going to pitch freaks, and we're going to choose the Freakiest Freak of all time. Okay. All right. Or at um, least of the year. All right. Um, Quibi shows are trash. Uh, is that need mm. to incubate for a week? Yeah, incubate for a week. But okay. I well, help us pick the shows this week. But the that's price a fun is right idea. is on there, and then mm-hmm. we'll go we'll go from there. Okay, all right. So let's go ahead and launch the wheel here for episode number eighty two. Ooh, eighty two. Anything you're rooting for, Rob? Uh, well, the uh, I think the Renappy with squares would be uh, yeah. very fun. And Price is Right we'll now also it seems like a fun Zoom game show also. Okay. Maybe we need more game shows. In 2020 the, in is the times. year of the Zoom game show on uh, I think so. podcast. Yeah, I think so. All right. Here I mean, we you're go. doing Zoom. You're doing Zoom trivia. Everyone's just zooming up. Zooming it sort up. Sort of game shows. Zooming it up. Okay. All right. Here we go. Episode 82. What's it going to be? Let's see. The wheels spinning round and round. No crappy movie diaper the whole okay. year. Maybe that comes up. It is going to be. Oh, Cosmo Quizzes. Oh, okay. Okay, wow. So, now, are you going to relinquish your ban on Liana Boris uh, that you said that she could not come on the podcast until you got her the five-timers hat because then you'd have to get her a six-timers hat? Yeah. I mean, she could drive this week to Long Island and pick it up if she wants. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing's <laughs> stopping her. No, there's nothing stopping her. She probably got, doesn't have much else to do. I don't know. Maybe she's I working. Mean, Maybe she, she does. Could, I don't know. She could drive there. You, she could open her trunk. Your parents could throw it in. No need I'm to sure. violate My parents haven't been outside in seven weeks. They're, you could be distancing. around them. They're safe. Yeah. Yeah. They could like, Absolutely. Ap- approach the car from the rear mm-hmm. and yeah. then just drop it in in a paper Throw bag. it out like a third floor window. Yeah. And then like, yeah. Okay. So there you go. All right. So Cosmo quizzes. This is exciting. Yeah. I am excited. Uh, also, Liana gets to do the work. We just have to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah yeah that's gonna be fun people are looking forward to that i know uh nicole uh nicole thirst will be very excited about that okay all right so uh akiva anything else today no uh i guess after this we're gonna people are gonna listen to uh my sort oh, of yeah. longer version of uh the pot off and maybe in a couple days we'll do a poll who won the pot off but it's hard to say because now you know we i had two different yeah can people vote for this third option may should we have three options should it be uh, you know a person you know david wright uh mara Mm -hmm. or person door number three i guess we'll have three different options okay all right uh but i i don't want it to be and i really wanted to be clear with david wright about this the the pot off is it should not be who was like it wasn't David Wright versus Mara? Right, versus, right. So it should was, we not it, do that because he did you a favor? I do feel bad now. Now I won't tag him. He will probably never see the tweet. Yeah, to be I, I fair, think if, and just who uh, whose pot off did you appreciate? Did you enjoy? So more? should I say Rob's Rob, Akiva's is, is first Rob one, or, Akiva's Rob second or one, Akiva? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. 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 And if you want to say if you want to do it that way and split your own, uh, yeah, I'll split votes. my own. That's fine. Rob's guest, Akiva's first guest, Akiva's second guest. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. Perfect. Or, you know, yeah. not even Rob's guess. Rob, Akiva Rob. 1 or Akiva 2. It's perfect. That's okay. that's easy. No problem. We're getting smarter and better 
uh, with yeah. every podcast. By episode 100, we'll have this whole thing figured out. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, check out what's going on on the 32 Fans Podcast. Any any teases? You got the upcoming uh, announcer calls of all time. Do you like that? You could be honest. Was that for you or no? Yeah. No, no, he really didn't like it. I think it's fun. I think some people, you again, you don't like all those sports. I, I've enjoyed that. I like when did, Chester talked of, about how uh, he found out that Matt Ligori was not a Survivor winner. Oh, that was funny. Chester thought that Matt Ligori, yeah. SpongeBob Matt, was but been on the show. But that came up on the podcast. So that was where that somebody had. I think somebody said jokingly that he was the winner of a Survivor season, and then uh, then Chester ran with that. Well, Chester did submit. Like Chester's not great with names unless they played 1890s baseball yes. for like the Chicago Cincinnati Red Stock yes, or something. Yes. So yes. he does not know a lot unless you've been to his house. He does not know any of the RHAP crew really. Yeah. Uh, so he did suggest like if we could make him some sort of flashcard for who everyone is, he'd be happy to learn it. He might be a visual learner. I'm not sure. Okay. But oh, maybe he, he, he's he, like he felt bad. Too. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah he could play guess two or maybe that will help him. When we do guess two, he'll figure out at least like twenty four of the of the people. Does the guess two have to be people? Can it be like a concept or uh, no? You know? It's guess two. D- d- don't get it twisted. Do they have to be a real person? Like, can the king cake baby be on it? Has the king cake baby been a guest on the podcast? Never, never. So okay. it, oh, so it has to have been a guest on the show. Got it. It's called. Can you guess get really two. obscure? Can it be like? Uh, uh, um, the lady and I forget her name who played Jeopardy with us in like episode twenty with Jessica Lee's. Like, can that woman be I mean, on? I guess it be could one be, but I think it should be the the top twenty four prolific guests of the podcast. You the best ones, not the ones who've been on the most. You mean your ranking of the top twenty four, which you will post uh, Chester style at the end of this episode? <laughs> sure, sure. I I don't think it's. I think it's bad. I don't think it's like the. Uh, maybe somebody could have been on one time and been super memorable, but I think it's the people that have been on the most times. Okay, fine. Now we don't have twenty four people who have been there, but we could. We're probably close at this. Point. And again, if somebody has like one super memorable appearance, uh, yeah. I'm sure that that person, uh, like you know, like Craigslist Carl, probably he's only been on once, but sure. He, or I think technically he's been on uh, a second time for the sleepover podcast. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. So, and is it a picture of them like can can like let's say hit by a car? Claire, is she getting hit by the car on the card, or is it just like her a drawing of her, or is that up to Sean and Jessica and all that, the artists? I think that's up to the artist's interpretation. Uh, you know, I don't okay. think she needs to be hit by a car, but maybe does she have a bandage on? Um, mm-hmm. You know, okay. I think that they're that's open to interpretation. I, I, w- I will say someone else, I uh, like either got hit by or crashed the car while listening to. Uh, Josh Wiggler and Mike Bloom's uh, Down the Hatch Lost podcast this week. Oh, wow. They're trying to steal our clout, Rob. Yeah. No, I had somebody else call in, and they, I think it was during a Survivor Know-It-Alls. Uh, mm-hmm. they've, so, yeah, that uh, yeah, Claire's not the That's only person. That's our shtick. Don't do that, guys. This is our thing. Don't stop trying to steal our... We don't do, you know, what other podcasts do. We're not starting to do weird news on this show. Like, don't don't let your listeners get hit by cars. That's our thing, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next time with the Cosmo quizzes. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Here come your man in black. Won't let you remember. All right, check it. Let me tell you this in closing. Although it might seem imposing, but trust me, if we ever show in your section, believe me, it's for your own protection. Because we see things that you need not see, and we be places that you need not be. So go with your life, look at the Roswell crap, show love to the black suit, because that's the man in, that's the man in. Here come the man in black, here they come, gotta 
Sexy Defenders! Hier kommt der Man in Black! Hier der Alright, uh, welcome to the pot off. I, this is Akiva Wienerker, co-host of Robin Akiva Nita Podcast, co-founder of 32 Fans, and I'm here with my guest, my show that could have picked anyone in the world, and I picked this one person for the pot off. Who are you? Adira Wienerker, Akiva's 11-year-old daughter. Wow, everyone's so lucky. Um... All right, so we watched, we could have watched any TV show in the world, but we have this fishbowl. Do you know what the fishbowl is? No. All right, so Rob has like a bunch of TV shows written on balls. We, we take ping pong balls and we write the name of a TV show. So it could be any show in the world. And then we put them in a fishbowl and we shake up the fishbowl. And then we take one out and that's what we did. So what came out? Flintstones. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Flintstones before? Yes. Have you ever seen it before? Yes. What do you think kids nowadays, kids your age, 11-year-old kids really know what the Flintstones are? No. None of them? No. It's a very old-fashioned show. Old-fashioned? This the episode we watched is from October 26th, 1962. Yeah, that's old. That's old. October 26th, that's my dad, your grandfather's birthday. He was 3 years old the day this episode came out. So, See, that's, that's very old. That's like he's the, he was the same age as your little brother is right now. So, Yes, but it's not as interesting as other things. Like the Flintstones aren't as interesting as other things. Not really. Um, what 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 would have been a better show for us to watch? Survivor. Oh yeah, we've been watching a lot of Survivor. We're in the middle of uh, Survivor Kageyan. We're twenty-eight. No spoilers. We're in the finale. What's going to happen? Um, probably Spence is going to get voted out. Yeah, and then who's going to win? Um, um, depends actually who gets voted to the top two because we're only in the first part we stopped the episode before um the tribal council when when Cass um was falling behind and then she won immunity so then we we stopped before the part that they it was at tribal council so we don't well who are you rooting for though who are you rooting for um who to get voted out to win who do you want to win um i'm not sure okay definitely not Cass. okay not chaos Cass. Like I, I like Wu. I like Tony. He like makes the show funny. He's like llama talking. And yeah. Can you talk llama? A bunch of mumbling and like sounding funny. All right. So I. Uh, all right. So let's let's talk about the Flintstones episode for a second. Can you describe the plot of this Flintstones episode, please? Like what happened? What? what tell me the story. Um, it was Wilma's birthday. And Freddie had to buy her a birthday present. Freddie, you're on. That's how you you call him, Freddie Flintstone. That's what his name. No. Well, it's Fred. I don't think anyone's ever called him Freddie before. Well, Wilma does, and that's what. We oh, she does. Watch. Oh, sorry. So his name is Freddie Flintstone to you. Whatever. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's not something interesting that I'd love to watch. So, like, it's Wilma's birthday, and Fred has to buy her a present without her hating it. And, like, because last year he bought her the, a thing that, like, a bowling set that he would use. So she wanted something, and he bought her this Tukey parrot thing. To, uh, a doozy dodo bird. Yeah, a talking bird. If I got you, what's the best present you've ever gotten for your birthday? Um, I really don't know. You don't know? No. Um, have you ever gotten a really bad present? Not from parents. Not like, for- my friends gave me, like, markers for my birthday. I'm like... 
Yeah, your friends give you markers. It's better to give nothing, I think, than a really bad present. Yeah, I'd like... They give you a set of markers and they say happy birthday. I'm like on oh, my in first grade. Are your friends going to listen to this and and then they're and like they're going to be offended that you that why they gave you a my, bad gift? First of all, my friends don't speak English. Second of all, why would my friends listen to a Robin Akiva need a podcast? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, you're not going to like post this on your on your like Snapchat stories or anything like that. No. Okay, that would because you'd be like, hey. We, they might get us a lot of new listeners. We're looking to break into different demographics. I know, but no offense. Maybe you guys are interesting for parents, but I don't think kids want to hear people podcast. So kids don't want to hear podcasts at all. Um, yeah. Because Rob and I were looking to pivot towards like catering our podcast to babies and like little kids. And, like they would, they would listen. There's more like they would not listen. They're they have a lot of free time on the screen. There's just listening. Yeah, but well, last week we had a video podcast. We got Bryce. You know Bryce from Kagayan. Yeah. Uh, he was the talk of the town, and we got uh, we got we got a lot a lot of people. Me. People don't want to see me on like uh, on on video. Should this be a video podcast? I don't know. Like if I was watching a podcast, it'd be more cool to see faces. Like now that there's um. Corona, um, we always have Zooms. Yeah. And when our teacher doesn't put on her camera, and it's really annoying to just hear someone talk. Oh, your teacher doesn't put on her camera? Um, Probably doesn't want to, like... No, her computer doesn't have a camera, but her phone does, and a lot of times she has nine kids, so... Oh, oh okay. So, yeah. All right. So, wow. Like, how do they okay. share... How do her kids do Zooms with their school if she has nine kids? Does she have one nine... One uses her husband's phone, one uses her phone, one uses laptops, everyone... All right, like, so this has been... built... Um, it says they built things that didn't work in... It says what? It was an article in the newspaper yeah. about it? They, my mom went on a Zoom, so... Like. Oh, okay. She was talking to, to mom about it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if you know, I tried to do this podcast last night with your mom, my wife, and she uh, didn't... She's not into anything of podcasting. Yeah, it didn't go so well. Um, if I ever wanted to be on a podcast, trust me, Flintstones would not be my choice. Yeah, I have to say, me and your mom, like, we had, we just had nothing in common. We had nothing to talk about on the podcast. I don't know. Oh. It was a little awkward. Yeah, why is Flintstones a good thing to do? It was, it was less about the Flintstones, I think. Yeah. Like, boring. Okay, so he gets, so fine. So let's go back to the Flintstones episode. So, Freddie Flintstone gets Wilma Flintstone... A doozy dodo bird because it talks from the shady bird dealer. Did you notice that every shady guy in the Flintstones looks exactly like Fred? Yes. That's weird, right? All the guys from that bull hat thing. I don't remember what it's called. Like the, 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 or, the, or the water buffaloes. Yeah, those. Um, um, the the main guy who's standing on stage and all that had like the same face as Freddy. And it's like you're seeing him over and over and over again. Yes, it is the same guy. It's just like an unshaven, dirtier version of Freddy Flintstone. So then, so he kept all looking on side to side and making sure no one was looking. And then he was like wearing a creepy hat and not showing his eyes. And then he was very shady and like, well, he's an illegal bird dealer. I think he should be shady. Why is it illegal to sell? What do you think about getting people a pet for their birthday? Like, if I got you a dog for your next birthday, you'd like that? Of course. Not gonna happen. And that's your bot mitzvah. Like a crab or something. Yeah. I'll get, oh yeah, I'll get you a crab. I'll get you a lobster. No. For your next birthday. Then I throw it on your head and make it bite you. You throw. That wouldn't be nice. Um, you think it'd be nice for you to get me a lobster for my birthday? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it would be better. Like, if I was a lobster, I'd want to go to this house. Like, we're not going to eat it, right? We're like the only people who are not going to eat the lobster. I guess nobody's going to eat the I'd right? throw it away. Yeah. He'd get hurt. Do you, but I, because your next birthday is actually your bat mitzvah. So we don't even need to get you a present. 
No, the president is I'm going on a bat mitzvah trip. Uh, where are you going? To Italy. What? Mommy. I'm, I don't even get to go? I just have to pay for it? Yeah. I, I, wait, and watch the other three clowns here? Um, yeah, I guess, because generally Ella would, but she's going to dorm school. I, she could probably come home. I'll let her out for a week. <laughs> You'll let her out. Is there going to be school next February? You think there's going to be school by then? Oh, of course. Yeah? Oh, yes, for sure. A lot of people say it won't, the corona won't last the summer. And anyways, I'm having a bat mitzvah no matter what. No matter what, you're going to have a bat mitzvah. Um, I, ooh, now, okay. Could save some money, maybe. Um, no. So, so, don't even think about it. Just because your sister's not having a wedding doesn't mean anything. All right, that's a sore subject. Um, anyway, um, no, because if you, if there's no, like, you don't, but you don't get a real present for your bat mitzvah. You just get, you just get a bat mitzvah because that's, that's more expensive than no, like a, a birthday party. A trip, which city in Italy do you want to go to? I don't know. Mommy just likes Italy, so I figured it's a good place. Yeah, but Daddy likes Italy too. What about like a what about like a dad daughter Italy trip? Um, I speak more Italian than Mom. I speak more Italian than both of you together. You speak Italian? No. Oh, okay. Neither do you guys. You can't even say one word. Yeah, that's probably true. And I live in La Vida Loca. Not Spanish. I know that, and it's Spanish. Yeah. I can speak tons of Spanish. Yeah. I can say, "Where's the bathroom?" You, you never even see the Godfather. There's mean? there's Italian in there. Anyway, live in La Vida Loca. What the heck? That's I don't Spanish. listen. Your father's not so smart. Exactly. Why would I take you? <laughs> yeah, probably better to take mom. Um. Okay. So he. So does does Wilma like Freddie's birthday present? At the beginning, no. She hates it. She's like, get rid of that thing. And then she wanted to prove him wrong that 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 the doozy doozy thing doesn't talk. Yeah, I I, I think. That's what we're going to get mom for her next birthday. We're going to get her a bird. Remember, we went to somebody's house that had a bird, and it, like, never shuts up, and it's, like, it's really unbearable. Yeah. I think, luckily, that and bird probably like did. I'm sad when it dies, and I'm like, thank God. Oh, so, you, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to tell the Renap audience that you were happy when a bird died? Yeah, he scared me. I was, like, five, and he kept on, like, coming after me, and, like, Did he talk? It was a toukey. It was a, okay. So, like, the Fruit Loops bird? He was pretty colorful. All right. Anyway, the, um, the okay. So she doesn't like the present, but then Fred and his buddy. Do you remember Fred's buddy's name? Um. Um. Yeah, but I forgot it. Okay. Um, Barney. Barney. Yeah, that. So Fred and Barney, they have a plan. What's the plan? To um to go to a three day vacation at some sort of place that I don't remember. Frantic City, which is like a play on Atlantic City, which is a place you probably haven't heard of, but uh, it's like a gambling place. And yeah. so they're in this men's so club. They, go, they get the wheat and then they protect and then they're this man club and then they and then they know that their wives won't let. So then they bring like a plumber thing, a majiggy that they fake is a doctor and they pretend that they have the weasel oom bites or something like that. I don't know what it's called. The weasel oom bites? No, what were they? The yeah, something like that. Giggle the, pox or whatever. Yeah, they have the giggle pox and then. Not it, but okay. Yeah, it's close enough. All right. Yeah. So was there any funny parts of the episode? Is there anything that made you laugh? Um, the fact that it wasn't really making me laugh, but the fact that the bird always tattletailed on them and like, it wasn't like, like he wouldn't talk in front of them. I guess he tried to trick them. I guess he was like a smart bird. So, um, when he tried to like, um, like he pretended he didn't talk when he got home. And then once they gave the, once they were going to that 
three-day vacation, he started talking, and that's how the women figured out to go and stop them. Who are you rooting for, Fred and Barney or Wilma and Betty? Um, I don't know, but I, if I was, like... I mean, everyone deserves some vacation. Like, yeah. Do you think they mom live would in let me rock go? Houses. Yeah, they I live in Yeah, they live in rockhouses. We've never seen. I don't know. Do we see their bedroom? They seem to not have a lot of money. Fred says he only has five dollars for for a birthday for present. a birthday present. I mean, that's more than I would spend on yours, and certainly so, more than the marker girl spent on yours. But you know, it's more than you would spend on my present. Well, the next one where you're not getting a present. The truth well, is you could probably get actually, a $5 flight to Italy right now. That's not a bad idea. We should book them now. Right now? I don't want to get corona and die. No, well, I, you'd buy the ticket for February now. For next year, February? Yeah, wow. you can buy them now. Uh, anyways. So your grandfather, who was three when this does, like the second you could buy it, like 350 or whatever days in advance, that's when he buys plane tickets. The second well, you could buy them, wake yeah. up at 3 a.m. You think you're bu- paying $5, you're paying $2,000. Well, you think you're flying like first class or something? What's going on here? No, for me and mommy tickets. I'm not so sure you about this You know, we're staying trip. to Italy in, for two weeks. Staying in Italy for two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure mom's going to leave the kids with me for two weeks. Maybe, you know. Ella's home. Oh, okay. Anyway. I mean, Ella is more responsible for kids. Hey, 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 hey. Let's not tell the audience that. And um, Yeah, let's not tell the audience that. You know what? What did you say the second it ended? You turned to me and you said... That's it? No, I think you said this sucks. Yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing interesting. They're just people riding around in their cars, getting birthday presents. Woohoo! So what? So much fun. So Not. what's like a what's what's like? A, you just broke people's ears. What what um what is like good about the about the Flintstones? Like, like would you want to watch more episodes with your brothers? No. No, you think they'd Not like really. it? Um, my I only know it from my siblings. Like, they, we found a book once on the shelf that was the Flintstones, and then. My mom said it was a show. And what about Fruity Pebbles? My favorite, Pebbles. my favorite cereal. They also on the They're still Pebbles, there. And then they recognized it on the book. So then they knew that um, that they want. Uh, and then so then they knew it was familiar. So then mom uh, and then they went to my mom and she said that that uh, that it's a show. And then they started watching it and they enjoyed it. But like there's some episodes that were funny. I don't remember which ones, but this one was just lame. So we just happened to sometimes. You know, we only watch season three, episode seven of a show. So sometimes that, I guess, it sometimes works. Sometimes that episode is terrible. Yeah. Which, like, you think we way. shouldn't have done that? Well, should we do something else? Should we just, like, watch the best episode of the show? Probably, if you want to What about the worst about one? It. What about the worst one? Would that be funny to talk about? What? What's funny? I mean, everything I can make funny, except of, like, stupid shows like this. You could make anything like, funny. Generally, I'm, like, my mom thinks I'm a comedian. I'm generally very funny, but mm-hmm. this is just, like, yeah. nothing funny. Show them. Don't about. tell them, Mara. Uh, whatever your name is. Adira. So... I, I, all right. So also we should add that, uh, I have, uh, four children and Fred and, and, uh, Wilma are about to have a kid. A few episodes later, they have she a kid. She starts pregnant. No? Yeah. She becomes pregnant. Uh, there's, uh, one. Like the episode later, she has a kid, which makes no sense. They have, pe- how do you remember that? How do you know that? Because like, no you woman s- Yosef see what Oh, okay. Oh, they, well, these kids must watch a lot of TV when I'm, we're not looking. No. They, just since quarantine, they all what they've been doing is watch TV. Yeah, so they have a kid named Pebbles. Maybe that they tried to get kids like you involved more by having a kid, uh, and then uh, and and then I think Wilma, excuse me, Betty and Barney adopt uh, Bam Bam, who only says the words Bam Bam, and then eventually I think Pebbles and Bam Bam get married. Really? Yeah. I thought they were just friends. Like, well, they're they were fr- like babies. It was, like, it was like platonic, but then I think they became like more than babies, and then and then they get married. And then Fred is a grandfather. Or Freddy. We call oh him Freddy. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
he's more of a grandpa type anyway than a dad. Yeah, like, he's not a good dad. Do you think Fred Flintstone is poor? Like, are they poor? They're just, like, regular people in the Stone Age. Um, probably in the Stone Age, they're, like, regular people because it's, like, everyone on that street was living in the, in, like, those rock houses. But, like, in these days, he'd be, like, no money at all. Mm. So we have way more money than, than, than Fred Flintstone. Yeah, thank God we don't live in a rock house or I will not last more than three minutes. I don't think I do. I do much worse than you in the Stone Age time, though. Yeah, because there's no, um, what, Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it would be a problem. Yeah, we can't can't do 4G or 5G. So, um, all right. Uh, what else should we talk about? Uh, I have four children. Where do you think you rank? Last week on the podcast, at the end of the podcast, Alex Chester. Do you know Chester? Yeah. Yeah. Is he a good guy? Um, I don't really know him. I just heard of him because you podcast with him a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, how would you rank Chester versus Rob? Um, I never heard any of your podcasts, so, like, I've heard one short part of the baby one where you guys named Rowan, and that, that's not even his name. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's a sort of subject. Although another listener named their baby Rowan recently. The Rowan legacy lives on. I th- What do you think you would name your kids? Um, Dad, I'm 11. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, anyway. He forgot that. Yeah. No, I didn't forget that. Why do you have a, why do you have a, a, like a Canadian or a Chicago accent to places you've never been? I mean, we are, of course, core Canadians, which makes you, I guess, an eighth Canadian. But then. Core Canadian? Well, I guess. Like, Canadian. Uh, my, uh, my, my mom's uh, father, my Zadie, who's from Toronto. Yeah. So maybe that's where your accent comes from. Because it's not like an American accent, a New York accent. I I think of New York. Well, I don't know. You say like, I don't know. Your friend's from Chicago. You say a lot of words like a Chicago one. Anyway, uh, I don't say carrot and orange or whatever they say. All right. Anyway, uh, so I, so Chester ranked all eight people on last week's podcast from from uh, I think Nicole to Josh Wiggler. Do what do you think? Where do you think you rank right now after doing this podcast on my kids' rankings? If I would rank all four kids, well, right now I think I'm doing terrible because this show is nothing like. Generally, I can be very very funny, but like this thing, I'm just like. Just talking because it's like nothing like, woo! And like, like, like when I have a choice to talk about it, or like when I talk with my friends, everyone thinks I'm hilarious and like mm-hmm. I have really fun things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what do you talk about? Silly show. What do you talk about? Know. Synchronized swimming? No. Well, it's hard. That's actually like you do synchronized swimming. That's your sport now. I used to be a gymnast. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, I hope we're not still paying for that now, actually. And then I don't, I don't like, but that. That, that's like Everyone's the, down. that's the worst, um, that's like the worst sport to like talk to your friends during. Cause you're like underwater half the time dancing. So I guess, but like all those girls are like Russian girls who, um, like I, I didn't really come to the class to make friends. I came to do something that I loved. So like at the beginning, I really, really loved gymnastics and I was always the best swimmer in my class and all that. Because I knew how to swim since two and a half. So, like, I mm-hmm. it, like, and then my friend was talking about it once and I heard of it and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, I like, I like the idea. Oh, but none of those kids speak English. So, you know, you couldn't watch the Flintstones with them. Uh, no. Okay. Plus, those were not, which ones? Which friends? Like, the ones from the synchronized swimming? Wait, so I have a question for you. Do you think you're number one, you're number two, you're number three, or you're number four? In between what? Of the four, you have four kids in this family. Um,. Comedian, I'm better than you. I'm better than everyone, so I'm number one. You're funnier than mom? Are you joking? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. 
I'm funnier than you and mommy. Okay. You did say once, like, oh, man, it would be over for you if I got to be on the podcast, because then they realize you're not even the funniest person in your family. That's what you said to me. Well... You think it's over for me? I think I'm doing. Okay. I mean, no, I think right now I'm doing terrible. Well, I think my hosting career is over. Like I think I said my like a million times. Yeah, I think maybe Rob's job is safe. I don't think my hosting career is going so great. What do you mean? I don't know. You don't like me? No, I like you. You're, you're doing great. I'm, I'm talking about me. You're fine. You're one of my four favorite kids. Uh, all right. Of your four favorite. Is there anything else to? Is there anything else to discuss from this episode? When it ended, you said, "Yeah, that's it." Like you thought there would be a whole big thing, but. No, it you know they they just make it that uh, that Wilma is sort of like a wet blanket, and they don't want them to have any fun, and and Fred is just lying to them to to go yeah. away. Do you think Mom would let me go on a three day vacation like that? Yeah, she'd love it. <laughs> no, she'd be crying the whole time, and she'd miss me. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. Do you have anything else to say to the to the RHAP audience, the the Renap audience? Um, that you guys have a weird name. What Renap? Renap, yeah, what does that stand for? Can you sing the theme song? What does it stand for? Even your mother knew that. It stands for Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Wasn't that in the difference? I don't know. Illustrative, whatever it's called in English. Uh, Well, no, Rob has a podcast as R-H-A-P. Yeah, that. Okay, yeah, we're mixing up two things. We're we're Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. We're on Robin Akiva. We're on Rob. Rob has a podcast. It's confusing. There's okay. a lot of. So listen, my dad only said I can watch Survivor if I do this well. So if you guys comment yes or good, make sure to say yes. Yeah, yes. If you comment yes or good, make sure to say yes. I agree. If you comment yes or good, make sure to say yes. All right. Uh, I didn't say yes or good. I said no or yes. Oh, okay. Fine. All right. We'll let the video, the tape uh, play back and, and see what you said. <laughs> So if you guys comment yes or good, make sure to say yes. Um. All right, uh, dear Wieneker, thank you for making your Renap debut. So next time you want to go on a different podcast, you want to talk about Survivor. You don't want to yeah, talk about the Flintstones lit. anymore. Is, really is there another show besides Survivor, the Flintstones? You want to talk about? Um, I like. I'm really what? into Survivor, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. That's like my main. You don't have a sh- another show right now. Like if you're like by yourself in the room, you have my phone or you have an iPad or something. What what show are you putting on? Probably Survivor, but you like what I want. But what else? What I'm saying, like other than Survivor, you're like I'll people find in something ro- on Netflix. Oh, you just find something on Netflix and watch it. Okay, on kids or you go on adults? Mm-hmm. Both. Okay. Not a kid like that. They're PG thirteen. That like, PG thirteen, but you're not thirteen. Don't watch that. It's illegal. The police will come get you. You're yeah. eleven. Wait until you're. Wait the until you're thirteen. The parents' choice. Like let's say there's something. Let me ask you a question. So boys are bar mitzvah usually at thirteen and girls at twelve. Yeah. So, do you think that girls should be allowed to watch? Should it be PG twelve for girls that they should be allowed to watch things when I they're twelve? They made PG when they become a woman. Bar mitzvah. No, I, that's no. probably that's not where it came from. No. Yeah, you're probably right. There's no way it came from a bar mitzvah thing. Okay, I don't know. Bar mitzvahs are older than the Motion Picture Association of America, probably. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, this has been this has been fun. How what, how would kids say like this has been? What's like a cool slang adjective? Can we say there's been lit? There's no been fire flames. Days. Nobody says that. What do they say? You know what the cool kids are saying? I am a cool kid. Yeah. Are you a bully? No, I'm not a bully. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, um, obviously. I'm surprised you think that? No, I don't think you're a bully. I know you're not a bully. How did you just saying like I don't know the cool kid? I, I mean, I, of course, I was famously a cool kid when I was younger, and I was not a bully. Everyone calls me the queen of the class. I mean, like... They call you the queen of the... This is terrible news. They call you the queen of the class. Not really. Just there's one girl who's really jealous because she's a really big snob. Oh, so you are a bully. What? 
What? The, jealous of who? The queen of the class? No, she's jealous. Do you know Alexander Chester, the king of the dorms? It sounds like the same thing here. No, I'm not the queen of the class. They, you just said they call you the queen no, of the class. one girl calls me the queen of the class because, like, she wants to be best friends with a girl who I'm almost best friends with. Almost best friends with? You're trying to steal the deal? Like, what? You? No. So then she's like, so then she tries to make me, uh, like, shame on me so she can be the other girl's friend and try to think the other girl, oh, she's the queen of the class. Why should I be her friend? Uh, there's a lot of drama, it sounds like. Mm, yeah. There's a lot of drama. We get into that one day. That could be a, that could be a podcast. Well, I am a very likable kid. Yeah, that's what people say. Very likable. I think the most likable people talk about how likable they are also. So, makes sense. You got to remind people. Anyway, uh, Dira, this has been a pleasure. Love spending time with you. Uh, of course, we've been able to spend much more time together during this whole uh, quarantine thing. Uh, but hopefully, you'll get back to school next week. All right, <laughs> All right everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>